bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. again for another week of the YouTube live stream. Shout out to the coach gang and the nasty boys in the house. This is the wake up show part of the free agent lifestyle podcast here on the free agent lifestyle channel. Welcome back for another week of great information. Of course, the middle of the week is the blue chip mindset series. So tune in for those where we drop that financial knowledge to get you on the blue chip path and the money mindset path. But anyway, Today, we're dealing with wives and girlfriends. The one thing that they hate when they have their man, all right? When they have their man. And that's you. All right, so time for the best edutainment show here on YouTube. You get the entertainment, education, and you get the entertainment in here and all the great sound bites. I got money. Yes, sir. We got money out here for these 304s in here. And check this out, man. I'm going to give you up. I'm going to give you, uh, let's, you know what? Let's deal with the Raiders thing. I know you guys are going to try to clown me. All right. So let's deal with the Raiders thing. Let's go ahead and get that off the table right now. Um, if you didn't see my sports channel, all right, I made my uh, predictions. I made my predictions. There's the, there's the CGA sports channel right there. All right. Uh, I made my predictions for, it says uh, divisional playoffs, but it should say wild card. I'll change that. Wild card matchups. And I gave my predictions on who I think will be winning these games. Right now, I'm four and one, I believe. Four and one or three. No, one, two, three, four, five. Anyway, <laughs> I'm four and one. Obviously, I predict the Raiders to beat the um to beat the uh Cincinnati Bengals. And um uh we should have won. As you guys know, man, uh the refs cheated us. All right, where's it at? The refs cheated us. There it is, right there. Uh the refs cheated us. Uh they were so bad that uh, they're not expected to work the rest of the NFL postseason, all right? Listen, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, I'm literally not going to sit here and, you know, cry over spilled milk. But that game was a game, that, that play was a game changer. That play was a game changer. It was a momentum changer here at the end of the second half. I'm sorry, end of the first half, end of the second quarter. Uh, it was a momentum changer. Uh, it, it gave them all the momentum, all right, and, into the, the next half, and it gave them the ball back. Uh, at the beginning of the second half, in which I believe they did score a field goal. So I'm going to tell you what, all right? I'm going to tell you what. Again, we got cheated. We got cheated. So anyway, let's just say that. Um, and we lost by a touchdown. So this is how bad it was. But anyway, you know, you know, it's part of the game. We are always playing against, um, we're, we're always playing against um, the referees. It's 14, maybe 15 against 11. <laughs> but anyway, it is what it is. Shout out to uh, the Bengals for winning. But right now, the rest of my predictions are looking good. I just need to see if Arizona can pull ahead of the Rams. And in, in this, they'll have a home game in L.A. But anyway, shout out to them. Shout out to the Raiders. Great season. All right, making the playoffs and all that stuff. Uh, next story. Uh, if you join me on my members live chat yesterday, Sunday mornings, we do it Sunday mornings, 9 o'clock on the West Coast, 12 o'clock noon 
around that time on the East Coast. You can also catch this on Locals. All right, so we do it on Locals and YouTube members here. We talked about the Sugar Mama date that I just happened to sit next to um, on Saturday night when I went to Lucille's enjoying my Texas brisket. All right, next to me was about a 46-year-old woman and about a 25-year-old man, a black man, by the way, uh, the catfish of the dating market, market, right? The bottom feeders of the dating marketplace, black men. All right, you guys got to get your stuff together. To be in the economic shape that you're in and have the potential in this country, you sure do date a lot of low-quality women in public. All right, let's give the buzzer to that. Yeah, man. In public, y'all be bringing down all kind of wrecked up collision course ass i can't even get into it i mean i'll be looking at who y'all be dragging out in the public you'll be like <laughs> i'll be like goodness brothers always dragging out and so this dude was down bad and i if you guys got to hear the story if you go on my member stream but i'll give you a little bit what happened here i'll try to make it quick because i don't want to spend all day it's a pretty long story anyway we kind of show up at the same time all right, so much so that, you know, the bartender, we're eating at the bar. The bartender thought we were all together. But it was me sitting next to me was a black kid, black guy, young black male. He was probably 25, maybe 26. He looked like Chief Keith. All right, he was dressed kind of like modern day generation Zier. Um, and he had these dreadlocks, these locks that he had. You know, his head was down most of the night, so these locks were in his face. And he's with a 46-plus-year-old Korean woman, all right? And um, she was speaking in this kind of broken English, all right, where she knew, you could tell she knew English, but it was kind of choppy, you know what I mean? And, um, and uh, you know, she looked, she was Americanized and all that. Her name was probably Stephanie. You know, her, we went over that. Her, her American name was Stephanie. Anyway, uh, he down bad. I'm like trying to figure out how do they know each other? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, anyway. By the end of the day, he wants to leave. And he told me he wants to go home. He was like, I want to, he's like, man, uh yeah old ling ling <laughs> she coach was next to sosa um she goes to the bathroom or a smoke break i can't remember which one because she left two or three times and the last time he left we we never even said anything every time she got up and left and then last time she left the waiter came and brought their food well if you if you want to hear the whole story anyway she, the waiter brought his food and he was like oh is this yours i was like i think that's yours man and he was like man I just want to leave. I just want to go home. <laughs> he just wanted to beat that piece leave up. That's all he wanted. All right. And then he got suckered and snookered into going out on a dinner date. You know, it, like, guys, this is how women will encroach with you. They'll encroach with you. So say, for instance, you go and drop off salami at them and you blow back out. Eventually, she's going to be like, Let's push this forward. Hey, let's go out and do something. Let's go out and have a date. We should do something this weekend. All right. And um, they eventually want to see if you can, they'll be seen out in the light of day with your ass. But you, at some point, you got to hold the line. You got to hold the line. So this poor dude, I'm sitting there like he just wanted to go over there, bust his nut, and then leave. And then she, he probably came over there, slid through, you know what I mean, on Saturday night. Hey, what you doing? He was like, oh, she, I ain't doing nothing. Slide on through. He slid through over there. She was like, oh, we're going to go out to dinner. <laughs> he said, I was like, shit. <laughs> and he was sitting there. He basically, I mean, I'm going to finish the story, but I have the full story on the members live stream. Um, he basically sitting there. Um, I think she said something to him and he shut down. He shut down.
he, he basically wouldn't talk to her the rest of the day. And she was giving him everything. She was ordering drinks, oh, a sweet vermouth on rocks with the twist. You know what I mean? She ordering up drinks and drinks and drinks. She letting them try drinks. She letting them try food off her plate. He wasn't giving her nothing back. He was just sitting there looking at his phone like this, underneath underneath the bar table like this. And then I kind of, you know, I'm trying to trying to peep out the date. I'm trying to catch a sneaky picture of him. You know what I mean? I wanted to post it on Instagram. I was like trying to catch him. So um, I look over at his phone real quick and he got a picture up of another woman. All right. A young woman, not an old woman like he was with. So he got <laughs> he got caught, he got caught up with a sugar mama. Hey, guys, sugar mama and sugar daddy don't work the same. I got money. It don't work the same. And I was waiting for his ass to say something because he was like, man, I just want to go home. And I was like, oh, you don't want to stay with your girl. <laughs> you know, I was about to get into I was about to get into the story as soon as he. Soon as I said, you don't want to stay here with your girl, he was like, nah, man. She walked back to the seat. Like she came in behind me from behind me. And then I could, like, as I'm talking to him, I see her coming back. I was like, shit. And he was like, yeah, she she was hitting him with the lady Eloise. She was like, so sir, I'm not wearing any panties. <laughs> I don't have any panties on. Ugh. Man. Nobody want to be out with an old lady. Shout out to Taylor the Fiend. Uh, this is what happens. Taylor the Fiend, man, if you guys don't know him, this dude's growing red, red pill the last year. Um, very much getting a lot of a uh, lot of lot of views on his channel. I'm not sure he doesn't have his subscribers up, uh, number of subscribers, but I'm pretty sure he's probably pretty high at this point. Um, this is what happens with older women, just real briefly. God, I, I just don't understand how I don't understand how women don't get it. I don't, I don't know. Is it Taylor? It should be Taylor, not Tyler. I don't know how women don't get it. <laughs> like, why don't you guys get what's happening here? Your early years are your best years. Your early years are your best years. And then once that happens, for the most part, I mean, this is like 90% of the time. 90% of the time, women's best years are their younger years. And then men's best friends I'm, men's best years, 90% of the time, are not their younger years. So there is going to be a, a select group of men, uh, whether they are genetically select, whether they come from wealthy family, and you know, they can parlay that into attention and status. They become famous. They become a football player, basketball player, uh, a guitarist, a rapper. For most part, 90% of men's younger years are trash. This is our building years. 10% of men have good lives in their younger years. And most of them, by the time they hit their older years, it trashes out for them. So this is how it works across the board. <laughs> but here's the deal. Here's the deal. Check this. Listen to this lady, bro. Listen to this lady. Is, is she joking? First of all, she's well above 45. I mean, she's pushing 50. And listen to how serious she is. I mean, everything's all saggy and soggy. I mean, for a black man, this is a dream. You like, oh, I got me a snow bunny. You be walking around, parading her around. You take her to the suburbs. She's been married two and three times. She's been married two and three times. She done been changed in once at 29, once at 36, and then again at 46. She already been divorced once, two, three times. She didn't been at the top of the mountain of the suburbs, and she's down all the way down back into the apartment complexes. She done. She done for. 
Now, for, for you, you think you're getting something fresh out the box. This, this person has been on a carousel. This person has been been through it. Let's listen to this. Let me tell you something. If you ever have to choose between me and someone else, please choose them. Because you already lost me the moment there was a choice. Oh, you got it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ma'am, you are in the rotation. You are in a rotation, ma'am. You will always be in a rotation. There will always be a choice ahead of you. Every single time. There, you will not be selected by another man solo again unless he's 80 years old. You are in the rotation, bro. You on the bench. You on the practice squad. Yes, I'll see you about once a month, maybe once every two weeks. You cannot be serious, bro. This bro, I want to see what she looks like without the Karen haircut all uh, tousled to the side neatly. I want to see what she looks like without all that mascara on. I want to see what she looks like with all her without her eyebrows lined up. Okay, I want to see her without the foundation so she can hide those crinkled, uh, wrinkled up frown, uh, smile frowns and all that stuff. Okay, come on, bro. And let's not even talk about the soggy area in there in her on her chest. Come on, man. Come on. I'm not an option. (laughs) (laughs) She said, I'm not an option. Yes, you are. You are. Ma'am, you are a super duper option. Let me. T- I mean, if you hold on for a second, I got to hear it again. Let me tell you something. If you ever have to choose between me and someone else, please choose them. Because you already lost me the moment there was a choice. I'm not an option. Yeah, you're not an option. You you know what? That's the one thing you got right. You got that right. You got that right. You are not an option. All right, you are definitely the practice squad. I'm not an option. Now, here's the deal. I'm not trying to be critical of her, but she put herself out here on TikTok. She was the one who's she she made this video herself. So she's not an option. You're absolutely right. And and let me just let me just say this. A lot of times they will give up. They will give up all of the um they they will give up all of the the verbiage that lets you know that she's used to being tossed to the side. I'm not an option. If you had to make another choice, then I don't choose me. I'm too old to play games. Yes, I'm too old to play games. Yes, you're too old. Yes, absolutely. I don't have time to be playing these games. You, you're absolutely right. You don't have time, all right? You guys got to listen to what they're saying. I don't have time to be playing games. You're correct. You don't have times because 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, time's up. You're on limited time. You're on borrowed time. Yes, you're too old to play games. Absolutely. Yes, I'm not an option. Please don't. Yes, you're not an option. <laughs> what the hell are we talking about? But I know you brothers. <laughs> you brothers will be like, ooh, I got me this old sugar mama from the suburbs. Oh, yeah, man. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm. Man, who's who's dating her seriously? Who's dating her seriously? And I guarantee you, she has to always has the nerve. Well, a gentleman will do this and a gentleman would do that. How about, how about you tell me how many times you've been married? How many times you've been preg- impregnated? All right. Not how many babies you've had, but how many times you've ever came up impregnated? What did you do in your sorority days? I want to know all of these things. I mean, the ancient times. Tell me, tell me what you did in the ancient years. 
show me your, this is a woman that I would say, show me a picture when you were 25. All right. And I'll be like this. Cause at 25, I, at 25, she probably was good looking. All right. Now she's 46. And they got the nerve to be out here talking about it. Well, a gentleman will come. Ma'am, get on the Our Time app, which is the old person's match.com. Get on the Our Time app and good luck. Date 60-year-old men. You'll be fine. All right. Stop dating younger men and stop taking younger men out to Lucille's and 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 feeding him barbecue. All right. When he just wanted to come over and smash it. Anyway, you're a fun time wrecked up Sally. That's all you are. You're a fun time old. Anyway, let's get into these super chats. <laughs> Come on, man. And I hate to put I hate to put it this way, but you got to and brothers y'all, this is another situation here where brothers y'all where was that picture on Instagram? I saw a picture on Instagram. I posted it on my stories and they had like you know all the OD oldie but goodies, you know, Nia Long and Vivica Fox and you know um you know all the old ladies, Halle Berry, Angela Bassett, all in one picture with their ages. You know what I mean? It was like this person, age 68, Eartha Kitt, Halle Berry, Nia Long. They were all in one freaking photo. Talk about we still got it. Black don't crack. One of the problems we have is that some people refuse to step to the side. You know what I mean? They refuse to step to the side and let the women shine. Okay, let me see here. It was like Alfre Woodard, age 68. <laughs> Alfre Woodard. Let me see if I can find the picture. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Uh, Nia Long. What was the other one? Angela Bassett. They refused to step to the side and let the young girls have they shine. Then when you like somebody. Oh, here it is right here. I got it. I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to pull it up right now. Here it is right here. Just the photo right here. It was on my Instagram story. And then. The story I had, it was a caption up here. It was a caption, and it was like, uh, black don't crack or something like that or something like that. The lady still got it. First of all, yo, we looking at 4550, Mary J. Blige, forget about it, all right? Uh, is this Angela Bassett? This looks like uh, the lady from Thin Line. Uh, what's her name? You know I'm bad with names. Halle Berry. I don't know who this woman is. Yo, bruh. Uh, can we stop pushing the agenda that these, can we let the young women get they, uh, shine? Can we get the, can we stop? I'm not rating these women. No. Let the young women get their shine. Cause when I start talking about Zendaya, everybody's like, oh, I can't believe she looks like she's 12. She was 12 five minutes ago, uh, but she's not today. Lynn Whitfield, yeah, there you go, from Thin Line with Martin Lawrence. By the way, great movie, by the way. Great movie. Just like, man, I tell you, man, this is, you know what? And this type of matriarch, matriarch, gynocentric stuff is pushed on you men. And they make you feel guilty for running to your desires. And then over time, you don't even realize you're being manipulated. These are like your old aunties manipulating you. You guys have aunts. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, if you know, you know what I'm talking about. And by the way, I, you know, I got, I got material, material. One of the reasons why black men don't push the black men, women sometimes is because they've had bad experience with their aunts. Mm. 
That's another subject. Their aunts terrorized them and they saw their aunties like, oh, hell no. <laughs> but your aunties out here still trying to be sexy. You know what I mean? You came up when you were 10, your auntie was trying to be sexy. You looking at them, you know, they were like 25, 30. You looking at, okay. Then you were like, uh, you know, then you start, you were 20 and you were looking at your auntie trying to be sexy. She was like 40, 45. You was like, mm, okay. Looking up at her. Then you were like 30. She was 55, 60, trying to be sexy. You was like, mm, okay. <laughs> like, Man, sit your ass down. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Let's get to these super chats. Shout out to XL Pro Services on the Cash App in the building. Yes, sir. Rick, Ricky Webster says, I love my coach and also my coach gang. French toast props due in the building glassy beat says happy money day coach shout out to the coach gang let's get this money in the building man shout out to you brothers man this is money monday amari says hey coach look up uh really quick what happened to me oh i saw that what happened to maryland's basketball coach in this punishment jail time i was thinking about doing the show on that but i i, I noticed um i don't know if i have enough about it but yes the university of maryland assistant basketball coach got picked up on a prostitution charge from a buzzer or an L. All right. Uh, what happened was he got, he got busted on an online prost prostitution basketball coach. Um, and uh, he tried to pick up some young peace leave. Apparently he was married. He was married. Let me see here if I can find it. Oh, where's it? Oh, uh, where is it? I can't even let me see here. Anyway, uh, he, he I don't know what app he was using. I don't know if he was on the Sugar Daddy app. I don't know what happened, but he went out there, tried to get him some young peace leave, and he got uh, suspended. All right. He about to lose his career, too. He about to look, he got suspended. He's going to get fired. All right. That's just the bottom line on that one up right here. He got a prostitution charge right here. Um, and it was an 80 buck job. <laughs> yes, he was married, too. He was married. He got picked up. So uh, watch out online. Uh, the one thing's going on, I told you, man, they are no longer prosecuting prostitution if women are involved or uh, uh, rainbow or trans people. If trans people are doing it, if rainbow people are doing it, or if women are doing it, it's fine. If not, if men are doing it, still getting johned, all right, you're going to get busted. All right. So you guys got to watch out. All right. He got picked up on more $80 online prostitution charge. All right. He tried to run a fistful of 20s on somebody and uh, he got nabbed right there. He got one. Uh, he he could face one year in prison for solicitation and a five hundred dollar fine. So be careful when you're online. I mean, be careful when you're online. All right. These, there are there are women trying to entrap you or not even just women. There are uh, detectives trying to entrap you, man. Sometimes I got money. Don't work the same. I got money. All right. So anyway. Watch out for that. Anybody you got, see, this is why you don't mess with no $80 straggle baggles. Anybody that wants some $80, yeah, man. You guys got to know what you're doing out there. Shout out to ACDC Afternoon Coach. Seeing your boy Kanye playing out your marriage will before us. He's in phase four, and Kim is back on the carousel and withholding the kids. Yes, I might talk about that later. 
parental alienation um, and how it is somehow people let it go. People let women alienate kids from fathers. Like, and this will happen right after a breakup or a divorce. The first child's party, the father won't be invited. Now, most people will say, well, he, it's, it's, it's not at his house. Um, it was at his, her house with her family. She doesn't have to invite the father. And there could be an argument there. However, that is downright despicable when you do something like that. When you plan a grand event like that and you automatically right off the rip, not include the father, that is parental alienation. You're already setting the tone for parental alienation already. I mean, if you don't bust that up right away, you're going to be in for a long haul. I'll talk about that. I'll talk about how that happened to me. That, that exact thing set the tone for a horrible divorce proceeding for seven years, all right? Because we broke up, and, the, and then the first time my child had a party, same thing. She invited everybody. She invited the whole damn school, all the parents, all her family. And the, uh, where she moved to, the apartment complex that she moved to, was right down the street from the school. So I literally was right there. I mean, I was literally right there. And she pretty much made all the plans without me. That sets up parental alienation, guys. It, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. But, like, let's just say a father did that. If a father did that, he set up a birthday party and didn't invite the mama, everybody would go nuts. When women do it to fathers, people just be like this. Well, it's just a birthday party. Get over it. Somebody says he's acting like a little beat. He says you knew what. Oh, <laughs> Grease Man Texas, great Sunday show, CGA, FYI, who they? Uh, who are they playing next week? That's who, who they, who they playing next week. They about to get rocked. <laughs> who they, who they playing? That's who they, who they Cincinnati, who they, who they, who they about to get beat by. Who they, all right, now I'm just playing. Ladies love cool. See, this girl told me the only way we can hang out is if I take the poke or FaceTime her. No, man. Yeah, I already told you the scenarios where women tried to put that on me. I was like, nah, 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 nah. All right, I ain't getting the poke. This one woman tried to, of course, it was a Karen. And she tried to, oh, if you get the vaccine, I'll give you all the peace leave you want. <laughs> all right, let's see here. Simon Small, uh, back again, sir. Appreciate you, man. Mr. Brown, salute, coach. It's hard catching your live streams, but I always watch the replay. I appreciate that, too, man. I appreciate that Nick K, how many more? Uh, a couple more. Nick K, shout out to Coach and the brothers from la last night Patreon show. Coach, what happened to Prime and Decline game? New IG twin trend, 70, 80-year-old uh, women showing how great they still look. <laughs> I was going to show a clip of an older woman still dating. She was 83. And I showed this clip before. Uh, this 83-year-old, it looks like a Jewish woman, still dating in New York. And guess who Guess who showed up for the date? Y'all won't believe it. Guess who? Guess who came? Okay, so it was a woman in her 80s. She shows up. I mean, she says she's out here still, still getting banged around. Guess who came up to the date? All right, let me see here. Guess who brought his ass, his horny ass? <laughs> you guys, I'm telling you, man. 
I keep calling you the catfish of the dating marketplace, and it keeps proving it and proving it and proving it. I know there's, and you know what it is, um, because uh, black men, I've been telling you, you guys are gonna be, you guys are gonna be caught off guard by this new wave of uh, women selling their bodies. All right, uh, but because what you guys think is, it's you guys, you guys are stuck on this tricking thing. All right, you guys will not trick, but you will date. You will date old ass women. <laughs> That's the thing. You're like, I would never trick. And then you'd be out here dating 65 year old women. I'm like, you're, it's might as well trick. You out here dating a, a, a $2 Mrs. Parker. I'm like, you might as well trick, man. Just go in the trick. <laughs> Mr. Nasty boy. I'm like, just go on and trick because what you're trying not to do is trick. All right, you trying not to pay on a date. You trying to sugar daddy your way to some old piece leave. All right, but guess what? I'm gonna show you a picture of the lady. Now I can't find the original video. This is a picture. This is this is a video of the lady that a black. This is what he showed up to bang on. This right here, bro. This woman right here. She's on a show where she shows up, and a dude in his 30s, black man, shows up to date this woman right here. Nasty boys, you always on time. Now, and so she's out here parading herself around. Yeah, I still get men. I have sex three times a week. Look, 83-year-old grandmother. Grandmother? You talking about great-grandmother. 83-year-old grandmother still has sex three times a week. You want you want me to tell you who she's having sex with? I'll give you, I, I'll give you three guesses. I'll give you three guesses. A brother is in it. A brother's in them guts. And we have proof because there's, she has, we have proof because she shows up on screen and a brother with a hat, hat cocked to the back showed up. I was like, shit. Come on, nasty boys. <laughs> oh, he said 70s babies. Okay. Not that old. <laughs> Nick K said, not that old. Damn, coach. He talking about the 1970s, not 70-year-old grannies. That's all the same. Pretty much all the same. It's just, I listen, I speak the truth here. John Ellis says, Cowboys got bamboozled by the refs. LOL, I'm a Rams fan anyway. Well, they were digging their own grave anyway. They lucky to be in a position they were in because Garoppolo's so bad. Anyway. All right, San Francisco going out next. Who the hell they playing next? The Packers? No, they playing Tampa Bay? They out. All right, I'll give my prediction next week. Let's get into the show. We're in. It took us 30 minutes. This is a podcast. This is a podcast. People show up to these videos. What is the answer? All right, they want to come in and come out. Don't treat me like a cheap uh, College Park $80 hooker. All right, just enjoy the edutainment. This is a show that you put on and you go do your chores. You know what I mean? You go surf your internet dating app. See if you can pick up on grannies. You do other things. You at work chilling. All right. You turning it down low. You got your headphones in. So the human resource department don't listen to you. All right. And the feminist sitting behind you in the next cubicle. All right. You you come on here. All the women at Joe job. You know what I mean? These women right here. All right. These women right here. You don't want, you don't want them to, to listen to this show. All right. Just go on the chill when you listen to this show. Y'all be like, I only got 10 minutes, 10 minute video. What the hell is this, man? When did he give the answer? Put the timestamp in. All right. So uh, let's get into the show.
Wives and girlfriends hate this about you. This is the one thing they hate about you, and they will sabotage it every time. And that is your hobbies, your interests, the things that you do for fun. See, a lot of times, and early on in the dating market, the, the dating process, one of the things that you uh, don't realize that she's doing, which I talked to you about last week, about how women manipulate men in the dating marketplace. They use their, oh, I'm just getting, I'm just getting to know you which is what they're doing is interrogating you and shopping you, all right? And many women who are lazy, they'll shop you on the internet. They'll shop you on the internet before you even get the number, all right? And some of you guys are so clueless, you answer all these damn questions that she lobs at you, which is manipulation, okay? But it's protecting her time. Um, you answer questions on the Tinder damn match, right? You match on Tinder. Hi, how you doing? What's your name? What city do you live in? What do you like to do? Uh, what do you do for a living? What do you like to do in your spare time? These are all uh, dating, uh, the love connection questions, all right? And then you guys fail the shit test by answering them, okay? And then she gets to say, eh, nope, 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 nope. She gets to just shop you and, 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 and delete you and all that shit, which is manipulation. You guys never get to that position, all right? Then if you get the phone number, she'll try to interrogate you. And then this is when you lose again, all right? And so early on, one of the questions that she'll ask you is, what do you like to do in your free time? Guys, these questions all are framed the same way. You think she's trying to learn what you're interested in to see if it's a match. What she's doing is learning what she has to compete against, learning what you do in your spare time to see if it's considered immature or whatever it is, okay? These are the barrage of questions that you don't answer. You answer them in your initial meeting, all right, in which you don't sit next to her. You are moving, and then you're at least likely to be interrogated. You want If you wanted to get to know you, you don't give this information up early, okay? And if you, if she really wanted to know, hey, why don't we meet? I'll take you to something that I like to do. Come meet me on Saturday, okay? So you're letting her shop you and manipulate you, and then she ends up discovering some of your hobbies, which she might consider fun. She might consider the hobbies fun if they fall within the category of stuff she likes to do. Oh, you like to go wine tasting? Fun, all right? You like to go to art galleries. That's a fun date. See, these are all things that she wants to do on her dates at some particular point. You like to go wind kite surfing, wind sailing. Oh, that's romantic. That's fun. You sound like you're mature. But if you say something that she doesn't like or that she can't compete against, she will think they're boring. Oh, that's boring. I like remote control cars. And I go out to a remote control car uh, dirt path and I take my remote control car out there. She'll be like, oh, what, what the hell is that? No, no, no. That's boring. It's childish. She'll say, that's childish. Oh, my God. If you say, oh, I like to sit up and play Call of Duty. Oh, God, you're you need to grow up. She'll eventually just swipe. She'll just ignore you. I actually had a woman do that to me um, probably about a year and a half ago. All right, we matched, um, and then we started talking. She asked me uh, what my hobbies are. I knew what she was doing, so I listed a ton of hobbies. Oh, I got too many hobbies. And I said, I have limited time. So when I have a chance to get to these hobbies, um, you know, I, I'm lucky if I can get to them. And then so I'm basically showing her I got plenty of shit to do. All right. I have limited time to do it, but I got a lot of hobbies that I can afford. All right. And uh, this is what I like to do. And I listed like 20 hobbies. <laughs> all right. He's like, I got this and I got this and I got this and I got this. Guess what she did? She was like, LOL. Last time I heard from her, she was gone. She was like, that's it. I can't compete against that. She didn't pick one out and say, oh, I like that. 
or, oh, I would like to do one of these things. She didn't pick one out. She saw that I have interests and I'm serious about them and I can afford them and I'll put money on them. And she was out. She was like, I'm out. Now, you don't have to do that, but I did that to that. I knew I was getting rid of her by doing that because she kept asking. It was one of those situations where she asked the question, kind of like two questions, and I end up answering one and not covering that one. I answered the least relevant question and she came back again. What do you like to do as hobbies? So for front, first one was, what do you like to do for fun? I avoided the question and she didn't even respond to the second thing that I answered. She came back again. What do you like to do for hobbies? So if this was a shopping question. I knew it. I wasn't that interested in her. And I said, I'm going to get rid of her. Watch. <laughs> I was like, bang, 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 bang. She was like, I'm out. And literally, that was the last thing I heard from her. LOL. And she, because I think I said, and I'll say, I'll engage in as much as I can afford. That's basically what I said at the end. She was out. <laughs> I was like, hell no. I already know what this is. You're trying to engage. You're trying to uh, shop me. You're trying to be inquisitive and you're trying to see where my level of uh, interest are so you can qualify me or disqualify me. And I say, I'm going to disqualify your ass. All right. So they'll either consider the hobbies that you have or your interests boring. They'll consider them immature or childish. It offers, she'll consider if it offers value back to her. Or they'll see if it offers value back to you. If you're married to her or a girlfriend, this offers no value back to you, meaning um, it doesn't improve you. Like if I said my hobbies are reading inspirational poetry, she'll be like, oh, that's interesting. If she's wanting to date or marry, if she wants to bang you out, don't say that. But if you're, oh, I read Maya Angelou poetry on my spare time. She'll be like, oh, wow, that's great. Okay. It offers no value back to you. So uh, most hobbies offer no value back to you from her perspective. So also look, if it takes time away from her, meaning remember the response that I gave back, uh, this woman said, oh, that's going to take time away from me. That's too many hobbies and interests. This guy seems to have enough money to afford these things. I'm going to get put on the back burner. She don't want that. She don't want that. That's going to take time away from me. And his time seems to be limited already. Okay. Um, another thing she'll consider is if you're having fun without her and you're in a relationship with her or she's in your rotation, she's not going to feel as much needed. She's like, oh, shit, he can have fun without me. He's used to having fun without me. He has the ability to have fun without me. That's going to compete with her. She's going to be like that. That's I'm not interested in that. Or if she gets if you're in a relationship part and you start having fun without her, she's going to be jealous. OK, she's going to be like, oh, that's just not good. Or if it's something that takes you away from the home for considerable periods of time. I'm going to go on a Baja trip to Mexico and we're going to race uh, Can-Ams and we're going to race uh, trucks and um, we're going to race um, uh, sports utility vehicles and G-Wagons and freaking uh, and, uh, Toyota, not Toyota, Ford uh, Raptors. All right, we're going to race those in the Baja. That's what we're doing. She ain't gonna want to go bounce around and get all dirty in the in the Baja Desert. She'll be like, I don't want to do all that. Well, I'm going for three to eleven days. I'm out. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to race ATV. She ain't gonna want to do that. And then when we get off the ATVs, we gonna shoot. We gonna shoot firearms. <laughs> Shit. You're you can have fun without her, and she's not gonna like that. 
So you're not going to like that. She can also say, it seems like it, 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 it makes you seem like you have a lack of ambition. Okay. You don't work as hard, but you play hard or you work hard and play hard. That, that's not a good combination for her. Unless she's a woman that can just take your credit card and go shopping while you're going to do your things. Now that's going to be the exception to the rule. Or she can ride some more salami while you're out in the Baja racing. Because that's what she's eventually going to do over time. And so hobbies and interest and fun are no of no interest of her. Let me guys, um, let me see here. I'm going to play a video. Let's see how many videos I'm going to play here related to this topic. I'm going to play this video right here. All right, this woman right here is going to put it all kind of encapsulate what we're talking about. And then I'll give you three, um, the three ways that she's going to sabotage your hobbies and interests. And if you're in a, not in a relationship, consider this before you get into a relationship. Okay, this is going to happen to you. You're going to get, you're going to get sabotaged, okay? She's going to sabotage you in this situation here. Let's do this. Fair use. This channel is happily committed. Uh, fair use here. This is how we use our fair usage here on this channel. Yeah, you know what I mean? We can do that. We're just breaking it down for criticism purposes. We're only going to watch like three minutes maybe or, or so of this uh, particular thing. Oh, let's watch this video first. Let's watch this. Hey, get off my screen. Let's watch this video first. So this is of a, a man right here it says the video is my wife didn't want to come fishing. And this is what she did. We'll watch a couple of seconds of this. And this, the volume's going to be down because there's music in it. So this is a situation where she knows her husband and likes the fish. She'll invite herself out to fish, but then she's going to ruin the experience more or less. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, roll the film and narrate. Narrate. He's already done with her. She got her big wagon all in the camera. She knows the camera's set up to record him fishing. And look at how he's looking at her. She already, she's already probably, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm sick. Oh, where, why are we way out here? Oh, this is just bad. Oh, I mean, are we done yet? Scaring the fish away. But she didn't want him to go enjoy on his own. How long, what are you doing out there? She probably think he's cheating. You don't really go fishing. You just buy those fish at the mark. All right, here we go right here. And so he's already disgusted with her. He's already knows he's trying to get attention. He's not paying attention to you. Look, he's barely not paying attention to her. But she's trying to get his attention. And she's ruining, ruining his event. She's ruining it. And he's tired of it, as you can see here. And now she's trying to ham it up for the camera. Look at him. He's like, God dang, bro. What are you doing? So it wasn't enough for her to be sick over here. She got to go get up under him by his leg. And now, now she even escalates it. Oh, I'm going to go way down here now and put my butt up and toot my butt up. Okay. And look how he's looking at her. He's not saying, honey, are you okay? Oh, are you a little bit sick? Here, take this. He's like, this biot. This is what he's saying. He wants to throw her other overboard. And this is how women, look, look, she could. <laughs> oh, no. Look, he's done with her. And she's trying to put her titties out and ass on it. He's done with her. This is how they sabotage your hobbies. Remember the title of the video, how they sabotage your hobbies. Okay. Wives and girlfriends. So here she is more and more. She's just uh, hamming it up. Oh, this, that ain't enough. Oh, I'm going to just go. And he ain't paying attention to her. All right. 
and she's trying to do this more for the camera and and for him. So that's it. That's an example of sabotaging something that you like to do. It was his fun experience. It's what he enjoyed, but it wasn't enough for her. Okay? He was like, this is just. It's just too much. Let me do a couple more super chats and now get into uh, uh, the next part. Feast and famine. Dr. Uh, Dre G says attended my first money mindset last night. Invent. Invest in yourself first and only recruit from the junior college, sir. Yes. I got money. Yes, sir, man. And go go to the money mindset group. Patreon level, 50 bucks. We do a Sunday night stream. So I stream six days a week. And I do double headers six nights a week. All right. But the members in the money mindset group gets it uh, on Sundays only. All right. So, uh, yeah, man. Al Bundy says, been loving the streams lately. I was in Thailand and couldn't super chat from there. You were spot on about the mate guarding out here. Wow. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm going to go check it out. I'm actually was looking to see where I can travel this year because I'm unpoked. Um, can't get out there. I don't believe. Uh, but uh, yeah, the mate guarding is serious. Guys, that's not love. That's protecting you from them other 304s. All right. That's a protection model. So you think she's loving on you. And she wants to hold your hand all the time and be next to you and clip your fingernails. And she's constantly on you. That's because if she lets go for 10 seconds, uh, five other straggle daggles in Thailand going to be right on your ass like piranhas. <laughs> right. Right. Like piranhas in the ocean. And so she's mate guarding. Nick K says, take average. Take the average. I'm above average and I look young. So like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I deserve an insanely hot woman, young woman from the junior college, man. Shout out to you. Oh, happy Martin Luther King. Man, yes, sir. Coach Junior, Coach G coming in with that fire. That was unscripted. Yes, indeed. Oh, where we at here? I see one of our friends are here. Doxy Trash snowed in with the coach gang. Shout out to everybody in the Northeast. This is when I can say it's worth living in California. Because <laughs> this is what I pay for. I pay all this rent and I'll pay all of these prices and five, $5.50 per gas because of the winters everywhere else. Because everybody else, y'all ran. I'm leaving California. Y'all ass out there snowed in, getting flooded, tornadoes. All right. <laughs> this is why I live where I live. Uh, yeah. Doxy Trash. Shout out to you. Yeah, Florida, too. Moron says, if her previous husbands are alive, you are in a relationship with all of them, too, because her trauma cannot be fixed with a spiritual attachment there. I believe that that guy, Jason Momoa, had that issue with Lenny Kravitz. I was watching a video in which her past men, you're in a relationship with them, too, and they can pop on by or stop, stop by at any point. M. Lavo, coach, if you don't stop advertising old peace leave, you know old broom sweep corners. <laughs> old broom sweep corners better. Uh, leave these cougars to Tuesday night, gentlemen, and let them know what they are. I'm telling you, man, if y'all sweet talking cougars, I feel bad for you, Sean. Yo, 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 rotation, yo, yo game is all off. But again, there's guys that say, I won't trick, but be banging up 50, 55, 60. I bet you if you had a nice young junior college piece of tail in your bed, do stop tricking on them. I mean, uh, sweet talking old women. Nah, man, I sweet, I sweet talk these women, man. I don't, I don't never have to pay. I get it for free. Uh, no, you're not getting old women for free. That's a, that's a pay job. 
All right, that's basically you in negative debt. Come on, man. Swing out museum, shout out to you. Somebody says snow better than liberals. <laughs> snow is better than liberals. I get that too. KT King says at times it's best for men to walk away from women like Bill Bixby as David Banner at the end of the episode, every uh, Incredible Hulk ep episode. It is unbelievable. Um, sometimes y'all got to give up. Last two, uh, last one, Sweet Gone Museum, dating is a euphemism for tricking. 100%. It, dating is tricking. I mean, the, per, the whole process, unless you are going up to women, mode one, shout out to Alan Roger Curry. It, unless you're going up, cold approach, mode one, telling her what you want, and her going, all right, I'll take it. If you're doing any process of dating, it is tricking. I've already broke it down. I know people are like, no, not really. Well, indirectly, dating stems from prostitution. I broke it down in the whole stream. When people started actively dating in America in the 1900s after the turn of the century, not the 20th, 21st century, at the turn of the 20th century, the public looked at that as prostitution, dating, going up, taking strangers to dinners. Going up to strangers, buying them gifts. Going up to strangers, paying them directly. It was no difference. It was no difference. And so you've been conditioned in the hopeless romantic model that dating a woman is getting to know her, especially over food. That's called prostitution. That was called prostitution in the early 1900s. And the man act was initiated because they could not believe men were taking women out for free dinners or dinners to meet them. They were like, what is this? They were like, what the hell? Why are these men taking these women out for dinner that aren't their wives and girlfriends? Get the knower. What the hell? No, they were like, no, 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 no. Can't do it. They were like, nobody's stop taking women out to dinner. They tried to stop it. But you guys grew up in a time where people said that that's normal. It's normal to take me out, invite me out to dinner and learn about each other over food and sit across from you and learn and see if you're a potential husband. No, that's called prostitution. That's called tricking. So if you engage in that, you're as big as a trick yourself. And I don't want to hear about, well, I don't spend over $40. You're a trick. I got money. People need to understand what they're doing. This is what it is. And if you're confused by this, go see my stream where I said dating is linked to prostitution. All right, I broke it down and I gave you the I gave you the articles. You guys know how I break things down. I don't just say something without evidence. Okay, I'll give you the stream. I'll put the link in the description box. Okay, just so you guys can review that just in case you're new. The dating process is directly linked to prostitution. All right, so if you've ever taken a woman out to date, that's what you've done. All right, you're doing it. And, it, and people as early as a, less than 100 years ago or so looked at it as such. Let me go ahead and see if I can pull this up. Who hurt you? <laughs> Who hurt you? Let's see here. Um, you know, I'm looking for it. I don't want to. Let's see here. I think the stream is called Dating is Prostitution. What is it? I do so many videos. People are like, what video was that? Oh, here it is. Oh, nope. People are like, what video did you say this in? I'll be like, I have no idea. You know, Donovan Sharp, you ever watch my boy Donovan Sharp? Donovan Sharp can remember what stream he said, what in and what date and what episode. He'd be like, episode 938. I'm like, I don't know what I said when I said it. 
All right, let's see here. I'm trying to find it. I bet you somebody finds it before me. Oh, here it is. It's dating linked to prostitution, courting versus dating. So if you ever, hey, 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 be quiet. If you ever knew what people did before dating to get to know someone, they courted. They courted. They didn't date. Courting and dating are two different things, two different processes. So there it is right there. You see that link in the description box. There's the link in the description box. Dating and courting are two different things. And what you think about getting a woman and meeting her to proceed forward, and you're not trying to marry her and you take her on a date, that's tricking. That's prostitution. If, and you're trying to get peacefully from that first, second, or third date, that's prostitution. That's tricking. If you went through the dating process, you basically prostituted her. All right. Now, if you're dating to marry, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You should be courting to marry. Courting and dating are two different things. Courting is when you involve the family. You don't bring no stranger that just swooped in town. Hey, I'm new from Atlanta. I like to go out on dates and see if I can meet a husband. That is not going to get you to a husband. <laughs> Somebody says, what's the difference? Courting is when you involve the family. There's no none of this take me out to a romantic date and put coats over puddles and pull out chairs. That's prostitution. Courting is when you involve the family. You get close to the family. You you basically get you get basically probably indulge in family activities before you even take the woman out to dinner. And courting, you're not hooking up the court. You're not courting the hook up. A courting is a more serious engaging process in which you're never going to meet the family to hook up and and pump or dump her. If you want, yeah, you meet the dad, you pick her up at her place. You go in, how you doing, Mr. Smith, Mrs. Smith? You don't come in and meet her kids, meet her damn roommate. You don't do that. You go in, meet her dad. Hi, dad. Um, I'm here to pick up your daughter. What do you, the dad asks you questions. Hey, son, what do you do for a living? Not the broad. The broad don't ask you no questions. The dad is going to ask you the question. And her mom's going to sit there and go, oh, hi. Yeah, you look interesting. Hi. Your mom might, the mom might invite you in. Before you even take her out on a date solo, the mom or dad will probably invite you in. You'll see the brothers. You'll meet her little brother, her big brother. That's courting. You don't even take her out to no meal. You probably have a meal between your family or her family first. That's courting. That will probably lead to marriage way faster than dating. Dating will probably almost never lead to a marriage percentage-wise compared to courting. But you guys don't know it. You guys don't do it, and you've been doing it wrong. You know why? Because you ain't got no daddies. The women don't have daddies, and the men barely have daddies. So nobody knows nothing. Nobody knows nothing. What you guys are doing is trying to trick off women for free by prostituting, I mean, dating. That's tricking. 100%. You'll go to church. In a courting process, you'll go to church with the woman before you even take her ass to a restaurant. You'll meet her whole family before you even take her out solo to a drive-in movie. That's courting. That's courting. <laughs> so when you're, yeah, when you're courting, you ask the questions to the young man. The woman probably don't know yet. She's going to get all the information and she'll let her father, she'll, she'll make sure the response, the father's responsible for ferreting out the bullshit. Hey, have my daughter back at 10 o'clock, right? 10 o'clock. 
Don't bring her back after a one minute after 10. I'm going to come searching for your ass. What do you do? Where do you live? What family are you from? Oh, the Johnsons? The Johnsons from Tupelo or the Johnsons from Meridian? Oh, the Johnsons from Meridian. Oh, because if you were from the Johnsons from Tupelo, you ain't coming out. My, you ain't taking my daughter out. Uh, have her back by 10. 9.59. 9.59, right? Okay, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's courting. But if your dad... If 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 the woman never you never see the woman's father, you're prostituting or dating her. <laughs> That's what it is, and this is why people are failing in relationships because you're dating, which is prostitution. So don't tell me that this dude that tricks off is doing money. anything different than what you're doing. So let's get back to the show. Let's get back to the show. I was gonna do super chats, no. <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, why she hates three ways she's going to sabotage your hobbies uh, the number one way she's going to sabotage her, her, your hobbies this is the answer to the question um, is that she's going to try to invite herself into those hobbies and she might say hey we can have fun together so uh, an example of this is hey I like to go fishing I like to go fishing too Okay, and I'm going to show you. I like to go fishing. I like to have fun. I can catch fish too. I want to go with you. Why do you always go by yourself? Aren't you bored out there by yourself? You should go with me. All right. I can have fun. I'm fun out there. I used to fish when I was a little girl. All right. Uh, my dad used to take me fishing. And then what she's doing is she's trying to see legitimately if you're out there fishing or she's going to make the activity about her. Okay. She's going to make the activity about her and she's going to do this like they and then you're like, why am I even out here? OK, so it's this is the type of stuff that you're going to get into. And this is the way she sabotages the fun. OK, so that's one way she'll do it. All right. So let's let's show you another way right here. Here's a here's a video right here entitled my husband hates when I catch bigger fish than him. OK. So the next way she'll sabotage it is she'll make it competitive. So you want to go out there by yourself. You want to go out there into the old uh, sea by yourself, old man in the sea. And then she'll come out there and compete with you. She'll come out here and make it about her. When you want to go out there and you just want to have fun. You're like, I just want to relax, get my mental. This is my, this is my getaway time. And she'll come out here. I bet you I can catch a bigger fist than you. Like, I'm not trying to compete against you. <laughs> I'm not trying to compete against you. Too much. 50. 50. We got it, babe. And now they're spending all the time. Oh, let's help you reel in the fish. So now she gets a fish on the hook. We're gonna help you reel it in. How's it feel? Does it feel like a man? Feel like a bay? Does it feel like a bay? Wally. I see something. That's a monster walleye. Oh, I'm gonna. She looks like she's having a lot of fun, huh? <laughs> she's having a lot of fun out here. Oh, man, I got to reel this in. Help me reel it in. Help me put it in the net. Help me gut it. Help me do all this stuff. Now I can't even fish. I'm helping this mofo fish. I'll get out of the way here. That looks big. Pause. Another close to 10 for sure. Look who putting it in the net. Well, this is oh, teamwork. Is this on another line? Oh, shoot. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Keep reeling it in. Reel it in. Quick. 
Yeah. That's another nice one. Oh, yeah. Damn, they from Minnesota or Wisconsin or Canada. That's awesome. So there you go right there. And, and uh, there you go. That's a, that's kind of an example we're, we're talking about here. Now, in this particular example, they could be involved together. But what I'm telling you is just out of context, this is the type of stuff that happens. Type of stuff that happens. Okay. Um, let's talk about this one. This is this is the old classic clip. Uh, they're uh, spending excess of time together. We're going to get to that point because this is another way they sabotage it by saying, well, if you're not going to spend time doing the things that I want you to do, putting away your hobbies, I'll go with you. All right, I'll go with you. And then you end up arguing, you end up fussing, fighting, and then the experience is not good. Other shit. You know, I do all my shit to have a Saturday to hang out with my husband. And yet all of your shit is all this. All I want to do is get my tires rotated. Get them rotated. I would like to go on the lake. Why can't we go on the lake? I mean, there's, there's no reason not to be on the lake right now. How can we afford it? Afford it? James, that's like petty money that I'm spending on that boat compared to what I'm making. Why do you keep going off and telling James, me you don't have because money? because I'm trying to sit down and go over the budget with you. Know. So... Instead of having a fun Saturday with her husband to rotate his tires and to do things, he wants to have a good time without talking. She wants the James and the budget. I want to sit down and have the budget. Talk about the budget. Like, bruh, you could have stayed home for this. Do not ruin my Saturday. I work Monday, Tuesday. Wait, I work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And now on my Saturday, you want to ask me about the budget? The budget is you dictating. You need to stop and get me some I don't have to do anything. Please, I'm about to go crazy. <laughs> you already Please, have. Please, I mean, shit. Please. I haven't done anything with you. Go straight. Let me get cigarettes. All over a pack of cigarettes. That's what this Just is all. Stop! Stop! <laughs> I mean, really? And you want me to take you on the boat? I right wanted to on the boat. I'm getting anxious. It's not my fault. I mean, shit. Whitney. Whitney. <laughs> this is Whitney. <laughs> this is all because you can't get your way. I, just, I never get my way. I just want one day where I can. She never gets her way. I just want one day. I just want one day that I can get my way. I just want one day. Bruh, she gets her way all the time. And not only that, she's got her way for me to hang out with you on my Saturday, my day off, and you're irritating me. One day! One day where I can go on the lake! God damn! Why could you just do it for me? Why is it so hard? I had shit to do Hey, this type of manipulation, remember I tell you about manipulation. Manipulation is neither good or bad. It's what you allow. It's what humans do. We manipulate women. Women manipulate men. But this manipulation should be considered abuse. This should be, should be illegal. This should be able to be called out. But she's playing a victim, and ultimately she temper tantrums herself to getting her way. Sorry, boss. Sorry, sorry. Just take me out on the way. Oh, wow. 
Just take me out on the lake. <laughs> I'm having an anxiety attack. Remember what I tell you? If anybody you're so-called dating says they have anxiety, stress, or depression, run. I haven't done anything, Whitney. Sorry, sorry about the volume. Take me out. I'm sad here. Please. Oh, because I gotta get shit done to my truck. No, you don't. Oh, no. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's fine. You know, right? Oh, you always want Please. Take uh, it's, it's my Please. day. Please take me out of the lake. Why is it so hard? It's my day to get shit done too. <laughs> You're acting like an 11 year old that didn't get the toy from Walmart. Now, some women are going to say, Why is he recording her? Why is he recording her? He's instigating her. He says, This man has dealt with this 50, 11 times already. Mm. All right. He dealt with this every day of his relationship. Oh, I can never go. Why? Why? <laughs> Sometimes you just can't do stuff, Whit. Enough about Whitney. <laughs> Enough about Whitney. Guys, so if you do have hobbies and interests, eventually they'll invite themselves into it. They'll say they can have fun with you, and then they'll bring up something else outside the relationship. Hey, we need to talk about the budget. No, we don't. No, not we're fishing right now, or we're shooting guns. We're hunting right now. We're not talking about the budget. Well, you never let me sit down and talk about the budget. Or she'll become competitive. When she joins, I can bet you I can catch a bigger fish than you. We don't need to compete. I'm not here to compete. When we come out here, we chill. Yes, there'll be a time where I might tell my boys, man, I caught a big one. But we're not about to do this. We're not about to do. Let's see who can catch the bigger one. Like like we're in fifth grade or, or like we're seven years old. I bet you I can pick up the biggest rock. Everybody knows we're competing, but it's subtle competition. We might We might take our beer. This is what we'll do. We'll take our beer, and one time we'll admit, we'll go, we'll go, biggest fish, have to uh, gut all the fish. Clink. That'll be the whole damn bet. Now, the whole time, we ain't sitting up there, oh, I'm going to catch a bigger one. Oh, look at this one. Oh, I bet you, I, oh, you caught that one. I bet you, I, we just wait. Biggest fish or smallest fish got to pay for everybody. Clink. Round the beer for everybody who catches the smallest fish, bing, whatever it is, and that's it. But now her ass the whole time. I bet you I can do it. I can. Oh, you bet you cheated. You cheated. You should have put it. And you're like, dude, relax. It's supposed to be relaxing. Or they'll become jealous of it, downright jealous of it. So um, those are the three ways they sabotage. They become jealous of it. Why do you always have to go out golfing? How many rounds you gonna play today? 36? You're gonna play 36 holes? Oh my god, how long is that gonna take? Five hours? Seven hours? Mm. Why can't you just play the back nine? Why can't you just play 18 holes? Why you gotta play two rounds? Well, me and my boys been getting together. We've been wanting to do it for two months now. We've pushed it off for two months. This is the weekend we're doing it. Well, I have the kids. You're working all the time. I'm going to have the kids all day Saturday. You're going to come home drunk. You're going to lose money. So they become downright jealous of it. I had a situation where I was had this girl in my rotation, but she was serious and the peace leave was good. So um, you guys know I'm a wrestling. I, I've been watching pro wrestling since forever. 
So I think either SummerSlam or WrestleMania was coming up. All right. And I'm like, don't mess with me when WrestleMania comes on. WrestleMania is a big deal. Every April, early week of April, I'm watching WrestleMania. All right. I don't care if you think it's immature or not. We watching WrestleMania. All right. I don't care if I ain't even caught up on the storylines. We watching WrestleMania. This broad, what are you doing this weekend? Sunday? Nah, don't come over. I'm watching. I'm doing something. I have an event. Now this brawl says, what are you doing? Oh, there's a pay-per-view event that coming on. I watch it every year. It's happening. Well, what is it? This one you can tell the jealousy going to kick in. It's WrestleMania. WrestleMania? Hey, WrestleMania? You, what, you watch wrestling? We watch a WrestleMania. I'm not even going to explain myself. All right? You're going to take this pipe. Well, why don't I come over and watch it with you? Mm-mm. Nope, you're not about to come over and ruin my WrestleMania talking, asking questions, and why are you watching it? Oh, this is so goofy. Oh, they're bleeding. The blood is fake. You know this is fake. No, nah, we ain't about to we ain't about to do all that shit. I ain't about to explain all that. We about to watch WrestleMania. I'm about to watch somebody get ripped into the ropes. We about to watch the whole soap opera without your interruptions. I want to hear the announcers. We about to watch the whole soap opera unfold. And you know it's fake. You know they just it's scripted. We ain't about to hear that. And why are they playing that music? And who's that guy? Oh, I can't stand muscle guys. We ain't about to hear none of that. I'm about to watch it all. And so she goes, she goes, I'm more fun than WrestleMania. Nope. That's where you lost. Now that's where you lost. Anytime you tell me or a man that you're more fun than something that he's been anticipating doing, you lost. <laughs> you ain't about to come in here and tell me you're more fun than the stuff I like to do. I like to do this. I've been waiting for this. You're not about to ruin this. I'm more fun than doing whatever you want to do. So that's a jealousy issue. And she certainly is going to come over here. And fuck it up. Don't you want a little bit piece of this piece leave in between these matches? No. Mm. No, I don't want none. I'm watching the event. <laughs> I'm watching the entire event. This is when they take you to football games. I have season ticket to the Raiders. I want to go to Raiders game with you. As soon as you get there, oh, this game too long. Oh, my back hurting. Ooh, can you can we can, can we go get snacks? No. Are we leaving early? Oh, the game looked like it's over already. Can we leave now? Them brawls want to leave. No, we staying. I'm going to chill. I'm going to let the parking lot empty, and then we'll leave. And they'll sabotage the whole experience with their bullshit. They'll act like they're interested. Then when they get there, they'll become uninterested because their whole point wasn't to enjoy it with you. Their whole point was to come in and sabotage it to come in and take attention away from that thing. Oh, this guy stepped on my shoes. Oh, man. Oh, he spilled beer on me. Oh, it's loud. Jeez. Oh, man, the music. So know what they're doing. They want you to take that attention and then go ahead and get the attention, divert what's important to you back onto them. That's when you tell them you can't come. Can't come to my stuff. That's what, that's what you have to do. You have to do it. And, you know, never be embarrassed about what you like to do. I like to spend my time doing this. 
All right. And and guys, this is how you get um, this is how you get this is how you get talked out of doing the things you enjoy. Because I saw a couple of people, oh, you that's that's nerd and that's that's goofy. Guys, if you like to do something, never let somebody say that that's whack by calling you a name because you like to do it. If you like to, if you like to rub other men balls like some of you guys in here do, I don't talk to you about that. Y'all guys date fat women all the time. And I'll let y'all guys do it all the time. Y'all guys give up the stuff you like to do to date fat women. I don't, I don't sell, I, I just I don't say nothing about you. Guys, like what you like. There's all kinds of things in this world. If a guy likes to do that, let him do it. <laughs> Y'all guys bang 83-year-old women. Then you got the right to think you go call call me, call me a name. Like what you like. If you like to play video games, play your video games, bro. If you like to play Dungeons and Dragons, if you like to play chess, if you like to play your instrument, see, one of the things about the black community in particularly, they all want you to like the same things. You got to like the same music. You got to like the same. You got like you got to hang out at the same corner talking about the same thing over and over again. You got to wear the same type of clothes. You got to get engaged in the same type of activities. And the minute a black guy says, oh, I'm going to do something a little bit different than that, they got names for you. <laughs> You're like, what the hell? Okay, I'll stand on the corner sagging my pants. Chilling, smoking purple haze, talking about beats on hip hop with the same clap sound effect every four seconds. All right. Talk about who's the top five hip hop artists of all times again and again and again. Who's the top five producers again? Who's the top five all time NBA lineup again? <laughs> again and again and again and again. Y'all rehash the same conversations all the time. Then you ask them, hey, have you ever shot a firearm? Oh, man, I ain't never done that. Where do you guys go to do shit like that? You throw one little lob in in the community on a conversation. They don't know what to do. You don't talk about weeds, chilling, chasing hoes. They like, huh? Oh, what? Madden. <laughs> Why don't y'all go explore the world and like what you like and never be ashamed of it? Talking about big booty holes again, again, again. <laughs> and y'all shoot each other with unregistered firearms. Y'all think that's cool. Uh, you have a registered firearm. What? CCW, huh? Mm. I swear to God, black men can't do nothing but the same thing every other black man does. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. <laughs> oh, man. I read comic books. Comic books? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. What do you like to do? Living life up on the corner, slinging rocks and smoking weed. That's what I do. Oh, you're so cool, man. You're cool. Living life up on the corner, slinging rocks and smoking weed. That's your answer to everything. Anytime you black, if, if you're a black man, just say that. Everybody think you're cool. Living life up on the corner, slinging rocks and smoking weed. Mm. Talking about Jordans, <laughs> Madden. <laughs> same BS. He's so cool. No, that sounds like you're the same guy. All right. Enough about that. <laughs> All right. Enough about that. You know who else sabotages hobbies? The community. You got to do the same thing. Girls sitting around. You ever see them? They be sitting around doing nothing. 
acting like they hanging out. We going to the picnic. We going to the barbecue. Oh, here we go. Oh, the brother Johnson's in on. Sweet la 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 la. Strawberry letter 22. Oh, that was my jam. That's my jam. Ooh, 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 ooh. Play that. Y'all just sitting around talking about the same shit y'all been talking about the last 10 years. You seen them? You seen them? Oh, man, I seen them back in the day. Uh-huh. Yo, they still in the same neighborhood. Oh, that boy's doing good. You know, he got picked up. He got picked up on the charge. Yeah, man, he ain't done nothing with his life. You ever notice that fun for certain people is sitting down talking? Not me, man. <laughs> All right, I know what's happening here now. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> let's get into these super chats like i promised the last time swing out museum man shout out to you dating is a euphemism for tricking newski says when's the new merch dropping coach this month <laughs> this month shout out to you uh swing out museum valentine's day gift equals drake peace leave sauce 100 percent. yeah man it's, uh uh, soccer highway 304 good morning coach i don't date women above 27 please men have standards at least on your dating you know what i mean if you're gonna go take out women in public don't get caught up don't don't let me catch your ass i've been there i've been there though i understand i was down bad there was a point where i was down bad uh now i won't be caught dead out with certain type of people all right but anyway you do you guys a jedi 07 Good chat yesterday, coach, but I don't know why you're sleeping on Phoenix. No way I would pick Nevada over Phoenix. He says, real talk, Dallas-Fort Worth is the best city for Monday. Um, I'm not sleeping on Phoenix. There's actually one place that I would live in Phoenix or the Arizona, the, the that area, and I'm not giving it away because I don't want y'all people to go in there and run and take it away, right? But there is one place that I would love to go, all right? By the way, if I go to that area, I got to be tucked in, into the mountains. I want to be where the coyotes are, coyotes. If I move to the desert, I'm going to be tucked against some mountains, all right? So y'all asses can't come in here. Hippity Hoppita says, was still a blue pill college student who loved modeling photography. The girl I was seeing who would eventually be my girlfriend saw me setting up new photos with models in my school and said, I'm not happy. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um. Yeah, and they're going to see that as competition. Yeah, model photography, like if you're doing that back in the Model Mayhem days, shout out to the Model Mayhem days. I participated in the Model Mayhem days. Um, That was crazy time before Instagram. That was when the hoes couldn't take pictures of themselves and you get and you had a digital SLR. Woo! I learned a lot about women even doing that, all right, because, yeah, it was a mess. But anyway, yeah, they're going to definitely sabotage that, all right? You're probably sleeping with those models. I'm like, not all of them. <laughs> Timothy Garnett says, I told the chick that I enjoyed martial arts and indoor rock climbing, but I don't smoke or drink. She called me boring. Then I asked her what she liked to do. And then she said she liked to watch Netflix, drink and smoke, shaking my damn head. So you said this before we even got into this. Most women don't have hobbies. Their hobbies is is sitting, sitting around with a drink in their hand, laying up, swiping their phone. All right. That's the most. Most of them do on a hobby level. And then if it ain't that, it's Sunday brunch doing just about the same thing. <laughs> no. 
And if it ain't that and they're young, it's shaking their ass with a drink in their hands. Getting, dude, it's about just about the same. And again, you like martial arts, and they're gonna be uh they're gonna be ninjas that try to talk you out of that. Oh, you know that martial arts ain't nothing, you can't do nothing. Yeah, you know, jujitsu ain't nothing against grappling, you know what I mean? They're gonna try to talk you out of it. They ain't got no hobbies. They hobbies is spending money, right? That's what it is. And if you say you don't drink and you're trying to go out and date these 304s, which is prostitution, once again, if you say you don't drink on a date, you might as well wrap up the date. It's over. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm not going to drink anything tonight. It's over. What? You don't drink? Oh, my God. You're such a tight one. Oh, you're just so you're so uptight. Why don't you drink? Just loosen up. Have fun. You could be a full-on recovering alcoholic. They'll shove a drink right down your throat. They don't care. They want to get drunk so they can bl bl blame it on the a a a alcohol and do all kind of horse activities when they're drunk. That's basically what they're doing. All right. Then they can blame it on the alcohol. All right. So go ahead and shove drinks right down their gullet. All right. Record everything and just blow their back out. Act like you drinking a drink. Get some salsa water. And some ginger ale. Call it a night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's crazy, bro. But everything surrounds. See, in in a sense, they're overgrown kids, where they'll lead you into irresponsible uh, behavior. Which let's say you don't want to drink. Ah, uh, you know, just fake drink. <laughs> just get some nail cells to walk. Order your shit on the sneak. Order it before you get there. Walk around with yourself a while. I'm drinking vodka and tonic. Whatever the f you want to. But they'll be like, oh, you're so boring. Oh, what kind of man are you? Oh, just drink. They want, they want a drunk guy until they get into a relationship and he's the drunk guy. You need to lay off the alcohol. Why do we always have to drink all every night? Then you're that guy. She's mad. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Dude? I'm telling you, one of the things you don't do. The best thing, the best freedom for men is to live your life. That's the best freedom. Because if you live it on their conditions, you'll start shooting people. You'll start being a thug just because she likes thugs. You'll start drinking because she likes to drink. And then you'll overdrink, whip her into the rope, give her the clothesline from hell. And then she'll be like, he's just so drunk. He needs to go to AA. He's just gets so angry when we drink. Uh, that's because when I drink, you drink. And then you start asking me about the budget and important information. Did you pay off the mortgage? I think it's time to refinance. We're both drunk. How's this conversation going to end in a disaster? So they will lead you into uh, um, these activities. Say you're a lame if you don't do it. Oh, you a lame if you ain't tough and you don't beat up dudes and shoot three dudes. What was that girl, Asia, China? I only mess with killers, dudes that count at least three bodies. Then you put her in the suplex, she mad at you. And she'll get you to suplex her. I only want guys that can keep me in check. I can't date guys that don't put me in check. I want a guy to tell me no. All right, I ain't going to listen to him, but I want him to at least challenge me. I want that type of guy. Then you'll be that guy. You don't let me get my way. You don't let me get my way. I just want to go out into the lake. Then you give her the big boot. She mad. You in a domestic violation character. Why don't you just be the boring, no drinking ass, pro wrestling, anime, chess playing ass, Madden, 
2K playing ass, Fortnite COD playing ass, fishing on the lake, boring playing ass, guitar playing ass, learning how to speak Spanish playing ass. Why don't you be that guy? I guarantee you, you'll feel nothing more freer than that. Guys, I, th those days where you could be like, oh, you do that, coach, you're whack, are long gone. I left all of my friends behind that were judgmental about the things that I like to do. I was like, oh, you don't like, okay, you're going to judge, bye. <laughs> be the boring ass dude. It's the safest route. You're going to eliminate toxic men and women from your life. No, I don't smoke weed, no. Come on, man, smoke the weed out. You don't know what you're missing. I don't eat pork. Come on, man. You ain't had a good pork chop. I don't date fat women. Come on, man. You don't know what you're missing. No, 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 no. I know. I already, I already know. Come on, man. You want to go chase some ass? No, I don't want to go chase no ass. <laughs> no, I don't want to go chase no ass. I collect old, I, I collect old power pour-outs of skateboards. Why you do that, man? You a skater? Oh, you such a punk. You just probably a poser, too. What kind of black man skates? I left that a long time ago, man. I do all the shit that I want to do. And I'm very unapologetic about it. I wrote a whole book about it. The whole free agent lifestyle concept is doing what the hell you want to do against the judgment of others. It's freedom. It's the biggest freedom you can attain. Now, I'm going to just stay home tonight. <laughs> Come on, man. And I'm not going to go out there and chase no ass and have the same conversation over again. I'm going to go out here. I have remote control car. I seriously have remote control cars. I don't play with them a lot, but I was like, if and when I want to, I can rev them things up. And every now and then I go in my garage, I pull out the car, I get my dog and I try to run my dog over with him. <laughs> mm. My dog be like, out of there. That's fun to me. That's fun. That 10 minutes is fun as hell. <laughs> and seeing my dog running all over the damn place, trying to get away from my cars. That 10 minutes, that 10 minutes of non-judgmental happiness is worth anything some of y'all goofballs and these women can provide me. Anything. The whole concept of the free agent lifestyle is exactly that. <laughs> All right, Norbert says, Coach, how much of your personal business should you give up to women when they ask about it? Very little. Bruce, uh, Bruce Wayne harass. Bruce Wayner. Bruce Wayner. Don't give her any details. All right. The, uh, the more mysterious you are, the better it is. Now, the broad, there's going to be a lot of women that want to give you all the details. The reason why she wants to get all the details is to shop you and to judge you. How many times have you given a woman a detail and she invites you and was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> yep, I have, yeah, drones. I have drones. I have, uh, I have three drones. And I'll go fly my drone. And I'll fly it for 20 minutes. I'll drive somewhere, fly for 20 minutes, record something. Sometimes you'll see it in the vlog. And I'll come back home. That was the best part of my day. It was safe. It was clean. It was fun. It was not with no bullshit around. But let me just finish on this point. How many times have you given women your personal business and she judged you on it? Immediately judge you. Immediately put you in a box. Immediately. Well, I work in marketing. I always tell women that. What do you do? I work in digital marketing. I don't give them no real straight up information. 
I'm a personal trainer. I work at this gym, 24-hour fitness. I don't give them no details like that. Well, I'll do YouTube videos and I've written three books. I don't give them no details like that. I work in digital marketing. <laughs> What's that? What does that include? You know, I market products online. Very standard, general. Vague as hell. That, that's, that's, that's all you need to know. You on a need-to-know basis after that. And I definitely ain't answering that on, on the internet, on Tinder or no app or on no, um, what do you call it, uh, text message. Be Bruce Wayne. Where do you live? I live in Orange County. Oh, uh, but where? In Orange County. <laughs> That's where I live at. Yeah, but, but, but where? Off of what exit? You don't need to know all that shit. I was like, you'll find out when we meet. <laughs> you ain't about to size my shit up, get my damn street address, go on Zillow. No. Mm. Guys, they're not asking questions because they're interested. They're answering, they're asking questions to get details. They're asking questions to get details. I even go so much as to meet them places and then drive to my location. Never give them the straight up address. Now, eventually, they'll look the address up and see if they can get some mail or look at your front yard. But by that time, they don't even know what street they're on. It's late at night. They don't know what street. All they got is the number. Okay. Then they got to get the street and the coordinates. They don't have all that information. All right. So anyway, let me see something. Don't give out personal information. All right. Yeah, they just sizing your ass up and trying to put you against the next dude. Now, look, just come get this salami. That's what you about to get. <laughs> Let's get to the next short point. Um, and them owning your time. Let's play this video. Let's play this video of this lady. Let's go back to the fair use. Uh, this is fair use. I'm invoking my fair use right right here. I'll play the troll music. Um, same thing is uh when they try to ask you, oh what have you ever you got a passport? Yeah, what countries have you been to? I've been to three continents. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't about to sit out here and text you. I've been to Brazil. I've been to Mexico. I've been to Canada. I've been to Fiji. I ain't about to tell you all that shit. That's stuff you learn about along in due time. And if I just want to pump and dump, you ain't, or if I would just want to hit it, this is why it's easy. I to, got money. If, if I'm just trying to hit it, you don't need to know all this shit. Just come over and get this lobby and get on out of here. All right. Now, here's what you also have to know. Start asking them questions. I bet you she shut the hell up. Ask them questions. Yeah, what city you live in? Why you want to know all that? Ask them every question you ask. Now, what you don't see, you guys don't get into the question answering process. That is an effed up process. That's basically a job interview. But I want you guys to do what they do to you. Uh, do what they do to you. Ask them five questions. She'll shut the hell down like this. She'll shut the hell down. Yeah, man. Uh, so does your baby daddy pay you child support? What kind of, is that? That's personal business. Why you need to know that? Oh, okay. I just wanted to know. How many times you been married? Okay. Uh, you ever been to Planned Parenthood? How many times have you aborted a baby? Uh, give me your Planned Parenthood record. What? What'd you, what you want? 
<laughs> all offended. Shit, what the hell? How many STDs have you caught? Why are you so old out here and unmarried? Yeah, how much student loans do you got? Are you on welfare? <laughs> Come on. They asked us to be like, what? How many times have you taken plan B? Huh? What do you mean? This is why you take the, you basically, man, you try to troll the feminism right out of their ass. How many kids you got? How many baby daddies you got? Or ask them that. They got, oh, I got two kids. Do they both have the same daddy? What? What is, what? What kind of question is that? What kind of? <laughs> so again, toss it back to them. I bet you they shut the hell up and stop asking you questions. Yep. How dare you? But they want to lob 20 questions at your ass. No, no, we ain't doing this, ma'am. We ain't doing this. We about to come out here. I'm about to grab some ass. We about to have some fun. We're going to have some fun. Now, if you want to get sloppy drunk in the process, go ahead. Uh, go ahead and consent. Go ahead and consent before. And if you want to do that, I'll be drinking my seltzer water over here. <laughs> yeah, how much money you make? Yeah, just start asking them questions back. They don't want they don't want no parts of that. No freaking parts. And this is why it's a violation. See, whatever they're doing to you, it's a violation when you do it back. It's intrusive when you do it back. It's non-romantic when you do it back. They should follow the same rules. It's unromantic to ask men what they do for a living. What do you do for work? Shut the <laughs> like what the shut up does that matter right now yes i'm trying to shop you to see if I'm, uh you're a future husband material you're going to, you're in the wrong place if you're looking for husband material on a date you're in the wrong place you're doing it wrong ma'am how did you you got here with me and you're shopping me for husband material what do i do for work you're in the wrong place ma'am you should already know what i do for work but here you are on a date because you swipe left or right. You in the wrong place, ma'am. That's like going to a nightclub. Somebody walks up to the table. What do you do for a living? You're in the wrong place, ma'am. Go back home. Go get up under your damn blanket. Let your dog cuddle up against your, your stomach. Get your glass of wine and go to sleep. Take your head meds and go to sleep. Take your Zoloft and go to sleep. You're in the wrong place. Go back home, ma'am. <laughs> right? If you got to ask a man, what does he do for a living? And you're initially meeting him. You ain't getting married to that man. That's what you're about to do. <laughs> the hell you're doing here. Anyway, man, people are goofballs. Did I play this? Let's get into this. How long are we in the show? I'm only invested an hour and a half. Let's listen to this. Why men ignore their wives or slash their girlfriends or slash their dating prospects. Why do you get stonewalled? Because you're doing the wrong thing. But let's listen to this lady right here. Fair use. I've invoked my fair use clause to share this video. Uh, the video channel is, I do have to give credit, happily committed. And this is, uh, I don't know her name yet. Holy moly. Good Lord. Have mercy. Turn it down. Coach Natalie. And I'm a Coach Natalie. Coach. And I've spent countless years helping couples just like you stay alive, stay healthy, stay happily committed. This platform is something that I developed with my amazing partner, Coach Adrian, and we work together with couples together or one-on-one. -on -one. All right. In all that, man, here we go. It might be ignoring you. 
Why? Okay. So why would your husband, why is your husband ignoring you? Why is your boyfriend ignoring you? Why is your date ignoring you? Let's go ahead and watch. You are controlling his time. You are controlling his time. Let's see what she has to say. Reason number one, you're controlling of the way he spends his time. There's this very interesting relationship between men and independence, the need to feel free, the need to feel independent. And as women, we're nurturers, we're nesters. We want connectivity. We want to spend time with you. We want to know how you're spending your time. There you go. They want to know how you're spending your time and how they can F that up. I want to be with you doing the fun things that you do. Nope. That's not how it works. Men want flexibility. If he comes home and is playing video games for hours. How dare you play video games? Those video games are boring. And you just keep screaming, get off the video game console. Or again, as a woman, I don't even know the terminology, but get out, stop playing your video games. You're telling him that he can't exercise his independence. Yeah, they don't want you to do that. And over time, in the beginning, he might turn off the computer or the TV. Eventually, he might have had it. And he might say, you know what? Screw this. No, screw you. All right, this is why you uh, men don't have real friends in the community by the way, because you guys do the same thing, by the way. I'm going to keep playing my game. I'm going to continue exercising my independence. I'm going to ignore her. So sign number one as to why your husband might be ignoring you is that he might feel you're controlling him. Yeah, because we're, you know, one of the projection uh, language that they use is you're controlling me. You're insecure and controlling. And so what's going to happen is um, let me see if she makes this point. What's going to happen is she will try to minimize the things you do. Oh, that can't be fun. Why would you do that? And then she'll try to interject herself into it, or she'll say, turn it off and spend more time with me. You never do this. Okay. Next point that she wants to make on this one. All right. Shout out to coach Natalie. We're trying to take control of the way he spends his time, removing him from that relationship with independence that he needs to feel so that he feels in control and safe and respected as the man in your life. One more point here. Oh, she's going to kill this point because this is a main point that I make. One more additional point. Ladies, men have been having fun without you before you showed up. It wasn't like we needed you to have fun. Men have been having fun before you showed up. Now, some of you guys are codependent. And you need a woman to have fun. This is why you won't go to a fancy restaurant unless you drag a woman with you. You won't go on vacation unless you drag a woman with you. Or you won't go to a college unless there's girls there. All right. So you pick your college based on girls being there and you're codependent. So that's a definitely a negative about some codependent men or men who need the validation of women to do whatever they're doing. And they will get into all sort of uh, bad behavior to be around that woman. All right, so it's a negative thing that most immature men never grow out of, unfortunately. All right, then you turn into the horny old 60-year-old man approaching a woman at Hooters about her big titties. I played that clip before. Uh, but here's the next thing. Here's the next thing. You guys, uh, women think that you're just waiting around to be romantic and waiting around for a woman before you're going to start engaging in things. No, I'm having fun. You're not here for my fun. You're here for my pleasure, but you're not here for my fun. All right, so. Um, 
I've been having fun and I've been beating my meat before you even got here. I've been beating my meat before you got here. So once you're here, don't mean I'm going to stop beating that meat. (laughs) (laughs) This meat been beat on before I married you. You cannot tell me what I now need to do with my salami. All right. I already know how to get it off. All right. I can get it off quicker than banging your dried up piece leaf. So you don't own this meat. I know how to beat it up like it stole something. And if you're not here to pleasure me, I know what to do with it next. Don't tell me what to do with it. So I can have fun before you showed up. I knew how to have fun before you showed up. And let me just say pause on all of that. (laughs) Let's get into it, man. This is why this is the best entertainment show here on YouTube. (laughs) All right, let's go here. Uh, The next one, you expect all of his free time for yourself. This is a major, major red flag for women. This one right here is going to get you divorced. Ladies, this one right here is going to get you uh, a miserable husband carrying your purse around the mall. Sign number two. This pairs really well with sign number one. Sign number one being you're controlling his time. Sign number two, you're expecting all his time to go to you. Whenever he's got a free moment, whenever he's got a day off, whenever he's not late at the office, You want to have a date night. You want to have a romantic dinner. You want to cook together at home. You want to go on that hike. You, you, you. Have you noticed that a lot of women, their things that they like to do, be taking hours to do it? Now, yes, I might play golf for a long time, but they should be taking hours and you ain't moved but five feet the entire time. Sat around talking. Oh, well, yeah. Reviewing shit over glasses of wine, long as y'all drawn ass conversations. Can we have sex already? This is what I want at the end of this conversation. Some sex. Can we get to that? This is why you just man. When if they're there, just just lead them up to the bedroom. Just grab their hand, lead them here. Where are we going? If she says that, she ain't ready for the pipe. All right, just go home and get the pipe down. And then if I have a little bit, if I have a little bit of energy, I'll listen to you for about seven point three minutes want to spend time with him and he might just want to spend time with him too exactly or his friends go watch a soccer game go drink a pitcher of something go be a man with other men or go do something that doesn't mean being glued to your hip now some women are going to take this the other way and they'll say well since he don't want to spend time with me i'm going to go to girls nights out that is a humongous reason why husbands start to ignore their wives because they just want free time and they don't want all of their free time to go to you. So what what what, what happens is, and especially if you're married, what eventually is going to happen is you're going to say, I worked all week. She might've worked all week too. If she's competing with you, well, I worked all week too. That's competition. You must weed that out of your relationship. All right. If you accept that type of competition, well, I've worked all week. I'm tired. Well, I worked all week. I'm tired too, but I want to do, okay, that's competition. She's trying to compare yourself and then minimize what you're doing, or at least put herself on the same level. But she just sat around the office pushing pencils and papers around. She ain't really do some shit. Okay. But next point on that one, when you want to just chill, 
What are you doing today? I'm going to just sit in my recliner, put my feet up, watch the football game. She's going to be slamming cabinets. She's going to be stumping around the house. There's another game coming on. Yes, this is game of the week, number one. This is college football Saturday. There's a 9 a.m. game. There's a 12 p.m. game. There's a 4 p.m. game. And there's a 7 p.m. game. I'm chilling. I'm doing nothing. What, what she hears when you're doing nothing is that that's time she can feel with you. That means you don't have no plan. You don't have nothing planned? No. Well, let's go ahead and invoke the four Fs. Family, fair, farmer's work, market, and festival. Family, fair, farmer's market, and festival. Oh, well, since you don't have nothing to do, why don't we go to the farmer's market? You don't have nothing to do? We can go to the fair. You don't have nothing to do? My family's one-year-old nephew is having his first birthday party. We're going to spend five hours there. And all the neutered men are going to be on the couch trying to catch the football game. Or we're going to go to the uh, farmer's market or the festival, the fair, the family, whatever it is. Let's go to the fair. Let's go do something. Let's go get it out of the house. Let's go do something. How come you never plan anything? Let's go to dinner. Let's have a romantic night out. Let's have a date. Mm. No, I'm doing nothing today. Honeydew list. Can we clean out the garage? Can you clean out the gutters? Can you mow the lawn? Can you have the... No, I'm doing nothing. Can you go to brunch on Sunday? Nope, that's during the game. Nope. So they try to think... When you're literally doing nothing, they say, that's free time for me. That's my time then. That's my time. And this is what the point she's making. No, it ain't your time. That's my free time. And so a lot of times they'll sabotage this by what this woman is telling them. His free time is not your free time. His free time is not your free time. That is a hard lesson for them to learn. And if you're not vigilant about protecting your free time, they'll sabotage it. I know it's hard as women not to want to spend time with our men. I know, especially if he has a busy work schedule and he only gets slivers of time free that we want them, we want to nourish them, we want to be a part of this relationship with him, we want to grow it. But something that I've learned from so many years in breakup recovery as a relationship coach is that space is an amazing tool. Time is an amazing tool. And if you incorporate time and space into your marriage, as counterintuitive as it may seem, she says, as counterintuitive as it may seem, see, a lot of women are going to be like, well, why are we in a relationship then? If he's not spending time with me, Dexter will spend time with me. So then they'll go to, uh, obviously, then I'll go get piped down by somebody else, right? This is what's going to happen in your relationship, in your marriage. She's expecting that she can control your time and she can judge your hobbies. Oh, gosh, you're going to do that again? Oh. Then you end up, all right, I'll put Madden away. Guess what your ass doing? Sitting around listening to her ass. And then, then I'm going to tell you a long ass story with 50 twists and turns. Aren't you interested? No, I ain't interested. It will do wonders for your relationship. Let him do his thing. Let See, there it is right there. She, she, she glitched. She said, let him do his things. Let him. Guys, there's no let. You ain't letting me do a damn thing. All right. I'm going to do it. And your ass going to be cool with it or your ass going to be outside in the freezing cold. That's what you're going to do. I, you ain't letting me do nothing. My interests take precedence over you. And it always will. Because I've been doing them probably way before you existed. In my life, at least. Relationship. 
let him do his thing. Let him go and have his night. Let him go. Let him go and have his night. She glitching. She was on. I was riding with her. Let him go and have his night. No, you ain't let me do nothing. Let him do his thing. Let him go and have his night. Let him. She rolled her eyes too. Thing. Let him go. You see that? Let him go. Let him go. Let him go do his night. Let him go gamble at the casino. Let him do this. Let him go to the strip club. Just let him. Let him. Let him. Let him. Let him. They think they own you, bro. And this is the thing about this is the thing about uh relationships. When you have no leverage and you end up in relationships, living life up on the corner, slinging rocks and smoking weed, and you scared to do your hobbies. All oh, the people, the the hood guys are gonna judge me. And then you only sit around drinking wine and smoking weed and talking about rec R and B music. Oh, who'd you like? Oh, Joe. I want to know, I want to know what you like. I want to know. And you talk about, oh, shit. Oh, remember back in the day? Oh, my God. Back in the day. Remember the shoes we used to wear back in the day? Oh, remember middle school? Oh, remember? Y'all talking about the same goofy shit all the time. Rehash, 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 rehash. Nothing new. Uh, Eventually, eventually it turns into this BS. Let, let and have his night let him go and drink the pitcher let him play the video games let him do it if you notice that 100 of his free time is not being spent with you now this might be a different situation. yes 100 of my free time is absolutely not spent with her all right when it comes out of my fun 100 of the time you're on the outs all right and i let people know this up front i got hobbies and i'm back ended i'm backlogged and participating in them you're here for a few moments. You're not here for the full ride. And but women will encroach on you, and you got to be careful because they'll they'll lead with sex. They'll they'll flood you with sex, and this is how they get around it: is by saying, "Oh, um, women will use this. Oh, well, you know, when I'm with you, you can take me anytime you want it. Take it anytime you want it. And so, meaning, you know, you'll go rounds with her, and she'll let you. And you'll be like, "All right, go upstairs. Okay, she'll be excited. Go out there." Well, she's winning that battle. You're getting a nut. You're you're getting several nuts. You're getting access to her, but you're also getting nothing done. You're actually doing nothing. All right. Now, after a few weeks, you'll get clued in on this. You're like, damn. And she'll lay there, lay on your lap. She'll lay there, lay there close to you. She'll cuddle up. She'll watch the football game. She'll be quiet. But eventually, you don't waste it the whole damn weekend doing that shit. And you didn't get nothing done. Then the next day, you right back to work. Yeah, you got some peace leave out of it, but what else did you get done? Did you get something else done? Did you run your errands? Did you get your laundry done? Did she fold your socks? I mean, you when she's here, instead of her laying up on your lap all day, make her go fold your laundry. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, no, I don't need nobody to lay here. All right. Go go do my laundry, flow my laundry, and lay in the bed naked. All right. I'll be up when I'm up there. Lay, get your ass over here. All right. Uh, I'm going skeet shooting. Skeet, skeet, I'll be back. Keep your ass in the bed here naked. You got to get out. Leading, Flooding you with sex is a strategy in which you trade all of your time for that access. You'll literally do it. Now, I know people are like, well, I got to do what I got to do. But um, eventually, you're going to, that's what you're going to do. And you'll realize it, it'll be too late. Uh, Candace is in the house. Shout out to Candace. She says she sounds lazy as hell, coach. 
Uh, shout out to you. Good morning. There's a lot, guys. Candace, you already know. Um, I hate to sound misogynist here. I'm going to sound a little misogynist. I don't intend to sound misogynist, so I'm not pr promoting hate or harm. I'm going to go ahead and run the banner here. When it comes to activity, women are not very active. That's the politest way I'm going to say it because I don't want to sound misogynist. There's always going to be the exception to the rule. Most women aren't doing much because this is why they're social creatures. They benefit from social. So again, we're trying to take away something they benefit from. So I get it. I don't want to sound completely cold. You, if you're in a relationship, you got to give time to your girl, right? It is what it is. But most of their activity is surrounded by socializing, which is not very active. They're, it's easy to sit on your ass holding a drink talking. But to them, that's everything. That's everything. And then immediately tell her, let's do something requiring some sort of activity that will cause physical exertion. Fold laundry. Oh, my God. They will act like doing laundry is a chore in which they have a machine that does everything but fold it. They dump it in there. They dump it in the hole. Put a tab or some detergent in it and press the button. Oh, I'm always doing laundry. You take them out on a hike. <sighs> I'm so sore. Oh, my God. I was sweating. Oh, my. Now, if you're dating Kaylee's, they love to be all up in the mountains yodeling. Yodeling. All up at the top. If you ever going to date a Kaylee and long back to Kaylee's, be ready to walk miles hiking. All right. Long back to Kaylee's be walking miles and be enjoying it. Full ass stride, too. You be like, damn. <laughs> right. So. They ain't doing no damn physical exertion. So a lot of times they are surrounded by doing lazy activity. They will go to the club. They like to go get all dressed up to sit over there in the corner booth, scrolling their phone. And they'll spend hours doing that. Girl, we out here, girls. Ooh. Hey, hey, girls. Ooh, we out here. Or if they from the George W. Bush. Hi, Mountain Weekend. Hi, Kaylee. Hi, Kaylee. Say hi to everybody. Hi, hi. We're just having coffee and drinking tea. What are you doing? Oh, how you doing? Oh, don't don't feel me. <laughs> and they sitting around hours, 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 sitting around on their ass. It is what it is. What it is. They'll talk to their moms. Man, my moms. Man, my poor moms. I check, check catching on her every now and then. Hey, how's it going? Okay, you still alive? All right. But they'll talk to their mom every day. Every day. Hi, mom. Forty years old. Yeah, how you doing, mom? Catching up like they ain't talk forever. I'm like, you grew up in this person's house. <laughs> I'm talking to my mom. You talked to her yesterday? Yeah, I'm talking to her again. I talk to my mom every day. Yeah, mom. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Dude, bro, I will never date a woman who talked to their mom that many times. You talk to your mama every day? Red flag. You talk to your mama every day. That's a red, dead ass, red ass flag. That ain't, that's a big ass flag like this. Uh, the Iron Sheik and Nikita, Nikita Koloff can't wave a flag bigger than that. With the Reverend Dr. Slick and Freddie Classy, Freddie Blassie standing next to him. That's a red ass flag. Oh, hell no. You a mom? Oh, no. No, 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 no. You talk to your mama every day? No. <laughs> All right.
That's a setup for you. They plotting on your ass. They pray, pray for your downfall. Donker says, nasty boys in rehabilitation checking in. Shout out to the coach gang. The likes are free, gentlemen. Hey, let's give me some likes. You're absolutely right, Donkor. All right, um, give me that red flag. Give me that. Give me them likes. Upside says, depends on the mom. That's a red flag, bro. Uh, I, I won't. No, you ain't never go. Nope. No. Talk to your mom every day. Nope. All right, I got a lot of catching up to do. Uh, but we're doing all super chats. Raul says the nasty boys in the building. Yes, indeed. Rialto properties. I say this all the time. They're not happy unless you're miserable. I'm not happy. <laughs> they're like, I don't want you to go. We going to Dave and Buster's. I want to go to Dave and Buster's. No, we're going with the boys. We're just going to hit that boxing thing and we're going to play a couple of video games and we're going to hang out, watch the game. We're going to be out. I want to go. All right, you can go. Okay, hold on. Let me get ready. She gets all excited. I'm going to go get ready. An hour and a half later, she ready to go. Okay, I got my, oh, no, let me switch my handbag. All, all my good stuff is in this bag. Hold on for a second. I got to put all my stuff in this bag. Shit, I could have been there and left by now. In the time it took you to get ready, I could have been there and left. Because <laughs> I literally, this I wrote this in the Free Agent Lifestyle book. Go to movies by yourself, gentlemen. Because if you go with a woman, oh, let's get dinner in a movie. You got to go to dinner first, get the movie tickets. You scramble. You got to wait for her to get uh, get ready. Or you're meeting a, another couple there. Oh, Tammy, let's go get Tammy and Dexter. All right, we got to go drive, drive to get Tammy and Dexter. Then go to dinner in a movie. We get to Tammy's house and Dexter's house. She's still doing her hair. I'm sitting there talking to Dexter's ass for 30 minutes. It's a whole damn day. Oh, hell no. I literally go to the movie. Look. Watch this. I'm, I'm going to show you I got proof right here. Look, I got proof. I got tickets like this. I got tickets like this. I found this. I was like, oh, I forgot. I got tickets like this. I go to the movie when I want to go. 11.45 a.m. Check in. Get my popcorn. Sit there. Watch the movie. Leave. It's still bright outside. I get out the movie. 1.30, 2 p.m. I got the whole damn day. I done saw the movie in quiet and silence. I'm out. I go by myself. One ticket. I don't go no long ass dinner, no long ass movie. I already seen the movie, got the hit, got in, got out. I don't have to wait till 7, 7.30, 10.30 movie. I'll be 10.30 movie because I done went to dinner, movie, long ass conversation, talk, hair done. No, no, no. Spent eight hours to go see an hour and a half movie. Not I. Not I. No, 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 no. And out. <laughs> That's how I like to do it. In it out like a robbery. Because I really just want to go see the movie. I ain't about to make it a full damn event. And the main event, the movie. Come in. 10, 10 o'clock. I'm trying to keep my eyes open. I'm like, they put that fucking, uh, they put the music on and uh, turn the lights out. That's bedtime for me. <laughs> anyway Sebastian says I'm going through hinge right now and God damn when the Kayleys hit 30 they look damn near 50 that's another um, that's another disadvantage of dating Kayleys 
that's another disadvantage. We should have talked about that last week. Yeah, the disadvantage of them, they they go down real fast. There was a lady that I remember swiping. She was 42. She looked 67. I was like, Whew. speaking of my mind says for the collection plate for Kaylee's books. All right. Winston Thomas says my hobbies are shooting, distance running, and other stuff my wife can't do. Her favorite hobbies is to follow me around. Never slow down. For them to keep up, do your things, guys. Do your things. It'll take less time to do them. You'll be less stressed, and they'll be less likely that she can't keep up. I mean, I mean, more likely she can't keep up. It's going to ruin it. Anthony Jackson dating is prostitution with extra steps. Yep, this is what it, it's 100%. Watch the video that I did. And so for guys that keep talking about tricking, but you're dating, it's the, <laughs> it's the same thing. Thing. D. Jones says, just a heads up, coach. I wasn't able, I won't be able to watch the live streams for a while as I'm headed back for college and working full time, praying that I don't burn out. Keep up the good work. Uh, keep up the work. Shout out to you, D. Jones. Congratulations, man. Be on your grind. Keep your principles up. Uh, build yourself. Get leverage. All right. Tracy Mills, vasectomy gang in here. Got mine June 16, 2021. My ex told me I ruined my life by doing that. <laughs> How old are you? How old are you? You you probably saved your life. All right, but who knows? Uh, you ruined her ability to trap you into a pregnancy. Patrick M, he says, the Whitney video giving me PTSD like my ex, just like my ex-wife. Guys, if women act like that, they literally get a free reign to act like that. Well, what are you doing, right? Oh, you should give her some attention. Just let her go out in the lake. It's like kids. It's like kids sometimes. Then go. Then go. I can't pronounce it, but shout out to you. He says victory. Yes, indeed. Always over here. We be winning over here. Yeah, the Ingram experience says, Coach, that's some serious crazy B. These crazy Bs are starting to blitz my channel. May need a boost from the guys. Go to the Ingram experience. Drop the link in there. No, you might not be able to. Uh, That's early on what happens is they target small channels um, first. So that's a sign that you're growing. Okay, when 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 people come in and shame language you and you're a small channel, it's a sign that you're growing and getting into the algorithm. So that's a good sign. Then when you grow, they'll less likely do it because they know they can't get it. Like, look at the live chat over here. It's hard for them to do it. Uh, Drew and Pringle says your he says your boy got 19 Corona's been been watching the uh, the coach all day. LOL. Show some support or showing some support. Shout out to Drew and Pringle. Another channel in here. All right, growing channel, young channels, ACDC. And they start this manipulation young. My little sister used to annoy her way into hanging out with my friends and I growing up, then sabotage the fun. Wow, that's true too. Your little sister and your boys playing Tecmo Bowl. You're playing a tournament in your room for your boys. She want to come in. I want to come in. And she come in after she done been crying and called the mama over. Mama, they won't let me in. Your mama come in. Let her come in and play. You give it a controller. <laughs> this is how she looked. She finally get the controller. You ever remember that shit? You got a little sister. She finally get it after crying. <laughs> she get on the game. She start running backwards. You know what I mean? That's, what if I ran backwards? She snapped the ball. Huh? She start running backwards 50 yards. You like. You like this. I don't like these rules. The level's too hard. Why don't you let me play this? You just, everybody get up and leave. All right, we out.
you just go outside. <laughs> or you beat the pants off of her. They beat, they playing too hard on me. They playing too hard on me. They won't let me play like I want to play. They set the quarters for one minute. <laughs> they do this early on. For real, though. Or y'all going, hey, we going to ride our bike. We want to go, too. You riding up the hill. She can't keep up. Y'all going too far and fast. Where are we going? She fall off, break her arm. Why didn't you help her? You made her break her arm. We spent all day in the emergency room because she tried to jump the ramps. We didn't set up the ramps. Jumping off the ramp, she tried to come off riding all slow. You'd be like, you better ride fast, pick up some speed. She barely go over, nose dive into the damn ground. You like, bust her face up. You like, man, well, you got to go way back there, pick up some speed. This is a physics lesson, ma'am. You can't go out there. She come out there going a mile an hour. She pump them damn pedals. She go over the bump. Bing. <laughs> Break her whole face and her arm. She cut back, separated shoulder. <laughs> What's wrong? You tried to hang out with us? <laughs> I have four sisters, four stepsisters. I know. I've been through all, and I was the oldest. I have four stepsisters, and I was the oldest. I've been through all of that. When I would go live with my dad, I've been through all of that stuff. And be like, man, don't go with us. Do not come with us. It's going to be a disaster. It's going to end up with you crying. Just to let you know. Uh, ACDC was on point. Mike D says, no lie about women wanting to insert on your hobbies. Every year I go to Vegas for the SEMA show to see cars built. And when a lady in my life finds out, she tries to insert herself into the trip because I'm going to Vegas. As soon as she gets there, you go to SEMA. You're walking around with your little bag full of uh, all kind of marketing material. And you're walking around, you're looking at this car, this car, oh, we should get out of here. Are you hungry? Let's go get some lunch. And then she wants your ass to hang out all night <laughs> at Vegas. Don't ruin my trip. I'm going by myself. Young and retired, no cap, like what you want. He says, like what you want, like except for children. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Oh, like what you want to like, except for that. Raul says, same thing with Mexicans. He says, as soon as you drink Budweiser and wa or watch baseball, you hang out with gringo folk. <laughs> so you ain't got the Modelos and the Corona. The brothers on the Cesar Chavez Boulevard looking at you like, what the hell? Come on, SA. All right, King Judah, love the channel, uh, bro, but got timed out for nothing. P.S. Your singing should be considered a violent crime. <laughs> All right, shout out to King Judah. Y'all got to sit in for the singing. We sang in the day. DG Seymour in the building. Thank you, sir. I don't know why he got timed out. Octavia Sim, living life up on the corner, slinging rocks and smoking weed. <laughs> By the way, that's from, um, if you guys don't know, I think Murder, Inc. had a, a like an all-star album one time. That was at, right when Murder, Inc. was collapsing after 50 Cent ran them crazy. All right. Uh, and one of the last songs was that song. So it always stuck with me. It had a cool beat. I don't know the name of the artist either. But uh, that was one of the hooks. Living life up on a corner, slinging rocks and smoking weed. <laughs> I was like, that's the brother's anthem. Unless you're doing that, you're not cool in the community. Let me find out what song it is. It's a dope song, by the way. 
Let me see. Murder, Inc. album. Let me see here. I'll pull up the song. I, I, I won't play it, but I'll pull up. It's on, it's on the Irv Gotti Presents album. And it's song number, I think it's like 16. Hold On by Chink Santana. It's the last song on the album. Irv Gotti presents the ink. The song that was the big song on there was uh, Ja Rule with um, Charlie Baltimore and Ashante down for you. I want to be your chick. So uh, the last song is living life up on the corner, slinging rocks and smoking weed. So uh, anyway, that's the brothers. If you're not doing that in the hood, you might, you're a lame. You're a nerd. <laughs> you're considered a nerd. Uh, let's see here. Randy Shoot. Shout out to you. He says, I am caught up with the content. Learned a lot, but I have one question left. How much does it cost? How much for Coach to suit up and do some shuffling too? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right. I ain't never going to do that in public. I ain't never going to get caught dead doing that. You'll catch me doing a stanky leg before that. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right, shout out to you on that one. Uh, shout out to Purple Haze. Listening to the shuffling video sounds very familiar to Tom and Jerry growing up with the Aunt Jemima jumping on the chair. I always knew there were sneaking in things. Keep putting us up on game, coach. Yeah, man, um, I actually have a Tom and Jerry video I used to play for my kids, and the intro was uh, Whitney Go- Who- Whoopi Goldberg explaining that Mammy character, the Mammy character on Tom and Jerry, um, you guys, if you grew up in the 80s, you watch some racism in some cartoons. <laughs> you watch some stuff. You know what I'm saying? The old mammy shuffling through with her damn house shoes. And she was fat. And she had the mammy on your mama. <laughs> and she was always talking Tom, Bruh. Y'all didn't know, man. We grew up in the 80s. We grew up at the end of the menstrual period. That was, the, well, that was, now we have undercover menstrual. Like mumble rappers and rappers from Atlanta and the South. They basically have carried the minstrel show all the way up until now. Like the yin yang twins and all that, that's minstrel. That's the minstrel show. So that's what y'all watching now. It's undercover minstrel. But, 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 um, it is what it is. Um, Cavito says, I've, I've, I've been boring since I was 14, avoided baby mama drama and no issues with the law, embrace. Your boring side, gentlemen, 100%. Be boring. Be boring. I'm telling you, be boring, guys. Do not fall for that. I got to be, because women will like the, they they like uh, what they call um, spontaneous. That's one of their words. They like their guys to be spontaneous. I mean, they want a spontaneous backhand. They want a spontaneous argument. Sometimes these women like this drama built up in the makeup section uh this constant tussle there's women that love that there's women in the community that preach that who just did a video on that my man uh quarantino the god he did a video women explaining this i wish i could have found it for the show women were like no i like it when he argued with me and i like it when If you're boring, oh, he's too boring. He's too good. They want an emotional roller coaster. They want to know where to twist and turns the loop de loop. They don't want to know. They 
That's how they want their relationship. And I just be boring, guys. You're going to dodge bullets out here. Cavito says, what's up, coach? Do you remember the WWE diva Sable? I found out she cheated on her husband, Mark Merrill, with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. He says Merrill didn't do anything after he found out about it. That was, well, what was he going to do? It was Brock Lesnar. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, he was going to lose Sable. Uh, it is what it is. I wouldn't have beat up Brock Lesnar either. I would be like, hey, guys, look. Hey, when your girl choose another man, your chick just chose me. Just let her go with the guy. Tell a, tell a guy the woman's faults. Because the guy think he won. Right? The guy think he won. I stole your chick. No, you didn't. You did me a favor. Uh, this is what this bra going to do to you in about T-minus three years. Good luck. You lighten my load. Yeah, sure, I'm going to miss the chick. I'm going to miss the chick, but damn. These chicks out here replaceable. I can't find another Sable. Matter of fact, look at Sable now. Look at when Mark Merrill had Sable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mark Merrill had Sable in her prime time. Brock Lesnar don't have her in prime. Let her have the damn chick. Guys, stop fighting for these chicks. If you got a girl and you're out dating with her, you're out on a date with her and you at the club and some dude push up on your girl and she go with the dude, let him have her. She ain't yours anyway. Be like, all right. All right, London Last says a big thank you, coach. Free agent lifestyle has me at peace and more happy than I've been in years. 31, prioritizing myself, goals, hobbies, and my fun. Yeah, man, I, that's where you'll get. I got too many things going on in my life, man, for real. Too many hobbies. I mean, I look at women, I'll be like, I ain't got no time for you, man. I got money. It's just too difficult for them to fit me. For me to even want to fit them into what I'm doing. But that's called leverage. Uh, Kaylin Ferguson says, sorry for the Raiders loss, coach. Once again, your team is in the same boat as the Cowboys. Mm. But we got cheated. <laughs> uh, Turnpike Tyrone, following your teachings and making more than I ever have. Free agent for life. And I can do some shuffling too. All right, shout out to you. We'll play it again. Uh, I've already played it a couple times. But yeah, man, shout out to you. The free agent lifestyle is the cheat code. And at some point, again, it's kind of like this. People think that it's ultimately about long-term segregation. Uh, no, eventually you're going to have the leverage you want to call your shot. That's where you want to be. Call your shot. Call your shot. All right. And you're going to realize a lot of these people don't have, they're desperate on the marketplace. Charles G says, thank you, coach, for everything you do. I realize that a lot of guys don't know how to control their relationships. Females come in and dictate the rules, shaking my head. And you know who they dictate the rules to? The guy that living life up on the corner, slinging rocks and smoking weed. And you want to validate her and you're trying to impress her and you have no hobbies. You never tell her things come before her. Yes, you're going to get control like hell. You're going to be the Mr. Dude in the mall carrying the purse. You're going to be the dude waiting for her to get her finished uh, putting her wig on so you can go to the movies. You're going to be that dude. Why are you always taking so long? Why are you always talking about me taking all long? I don't take no long. I mean, I had to get ready. I'm trying to look good for you. I'm trying to look good for you. And why are you complaining? I ain't complaining. I'm just saying we could have been done and out. Well, what you want to go by yourself? You want to go by yourself? I could go to girls' nights out looking like this. <laughs> I ain't trying to. No, no, that's no leverage guy right there. That's a guy with no leverage. Zero leverage. Michael S. says, the psychiatrist in that video could get it, coach. Yes, plain Jane. He says, looks like a plain Jane, but 
could be something fierce underneath that Marshall suit. I'm going to send her a DM that says, I got money. Plain Janes are underrated. And Plain Janes are about the realest women that you're going to get out in this marketplace. Guys, stop going after Instagram models. Those are only, those are, those are prostitutes, by the way. And all, not only that, those aren't indicative of real women. All right. I never am rare. I'm rarely impressed by those type of women. Rarely. I mean, every now and I'm a man. Every now and then it'll catch my eye. But, um, you know, plain Jane's is where it's at. I mean, for me, I'm a very big plain Janer. Plain Janer. Now, what you do get wrong is that plain Janes are innocent. Don't get that twisted. Plain Janes are undercover freaks. In these streets. They they will get undercover freaky deaky on you. You'll be like, oh, I'm a teacher or something. I can, ooh, when I get in there, I'm going to break her black. I'm going to split her in half. And she get in there doing monkey double backflips all over you. Slobbing, nasty. You'd be like, she'd be like, put it here. Put it there. You're like, go, hold up. Take it out and let me do this to it. <laughs> You're like, holy moly. And some of them got princess mentality too. You know, if they, if, if a plain Jane, plain Jane should know her level. You know what I mean? If they go above and beyond, it's, it's a mess. Uh, Caitlin Ferguson says women who don't let men be themselves actually limit their own attraction to them. It's better when men lead in relationships and women follow. It, it's better for the dynamics. Um, but people don't realize that. Yeah, it's a sad state of uh, imbalanced relationships. Cognac stories, KC, off subject. I watch Raisin in the Sun. Black men been complaining about, uh, about BWs way back then. Guys, you never have owned BWs. They've never been your women. Just can we all realize that? Can we all realize that? Go back and look at your mothers and your aunts and your sisters or your cousins and your grandmama and all of that stuff. There's only been one period, one generation of men, black men, that can say that black women have been all theirs. Other, Every other generation, not. And that generation was the Renaissance generation. The migration, black migration from the south to the north. The 1920s to the 1930s. That's the only time that there was legit black men and women relationships. Anytime other than that, you call it World War I, World War II, no. Um, civil rights movement, that was the end. The post-civil rights movement was the end of the community. That was the death nail, all right? And then going into the crack 80s, no. You had the, the affirmative action, pre-welfare days, the affirmative action days in which the corporations came and then further split up the family, no. The dynamics have been off even since then. You go into the 90s, the strong and independent days and the Oprah days, no. Going into the 2010s, absolutely not. All right, this is the purple week. Dude, you haven't had black women sit for it. And then before that, forget about it. Reconstruction, no. Uh, the, 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 um, the, um, the Industrial Revolution, no. The slavery days, no. You ain't had them. When, when did you have them? And so for people that come in here and talking about men in this community are dividing the black family, are you, are you serious? Are you, it been, <laughs> the reason why people think we're dividing it is because this is the first time black men spoke up about it. It's been divided. And they're a gynocentric uh, led relationships. Anytime that, that there wasn't a chance for her to 
lead the relationship, they don't participate. And if they do participate, they end up taking you to court and busting the family up too. So it's been broken up. It's been done. It's been, it been done for about 70, 80 years. Vietnam War, you toss that into it. Men coming back, hooked on heroin. Vietnam War coming back. Popper was a rolling stone coming back. Pimping era in the 70s, bruh. <laughs> the 80s crack era and hip hop, the origination of hip hop. The pumps and the bump, all I want to do is zoom a zoom. What? A when? When? When was the community intact? Tell me when. So don't talk about how it's bad now. It's bad now because men are vocalizing it now for the first time. It been tore up. And then you got this whole uh, Goldman Sachs and $850 to black women in Georgia. Dude, the community ain't never getting back to any strength until that gets rehabbed. And you are got to shuffle up 70, 80 years of just debauchery. It, guys, don't talk to me about that. I don't want to hear none of it. Where, where the Hotep brothers at? Community top been done. And you know when it's been done? When they invited women into the, the, the movement. They brought feminism into the civil rights movement. The women haven't been yours for a long time, guys. So stop. <laughs> Gar Garfield Banya, things I stopped doing after my separation, drinking, smoking, and smoking weed, and taking painkillers. He says, then I started doing sleeping, training, playing the piano, gaming, and laughing with the children, and it's more healthy. It's healthier. And women are night owls, too, so that's another thing that will screw you up. They like to, you know, they'll start, they'll come over. Hey, let's come over at 9 o'clock. Come over, talk, talk, 9, 9, 30, 10, 10, 30, 11. They'll show up late, not by the way, 10, 30, 11, 11, 30, 12, and then she'll feel good. Okay, let's take it up to the room, 12, 31, 1, 32, shit. Your whole damn day jacked up, and she's sleeping in the bed, 8, 30, 9, 30, 10, 30, 11, 30. You up, you got to be up at 6 o'clock in the morning. Wide awake working. She drooling. Wig all cockeyed. No, man. They night owls. Don't you realize they start getting debaucherous right around 8.30? They'll do everything they want to do. Then about 8.30, what you doing? Can I slide through? Can I come over? Hey, let's meet for dinner. Dinner at 9? Who eats dinner at 9 o'clock? <laughs> Who eats dinner at 9? They do. They be up eating. 9 o'clock, had a dinner, 9, 10, 11, 11, 12, 12, 31, 2. You finally get in the draws, 2 a.m. Nope, not I. All right, so my man said, look, just, just get rid of all of those negative behaviors because it's going to be counterintuitive to what you need to do in this world. Mr. Nonchalot, don't worry, coach. I'll say it for you. For them to be social creatures, the vast majority of them are very uninteresting. I'm excited on my own on a bad day. I would love to see what's interesting about that. I'll be like, what's interesting about you? What do you do? You can sit around and talk. That takes no talent, especially if you were born XY. I'm sorry, XX. You're born XX. Sitting around talking is just like um, it's just like men ramrodding salami down your throat. I mean, that takes no talent. I like to travel, no talent. I like to sit around and talk, drink wine, no talent, no skill, uninteresting. I like to wear high heels and shop, no talent. 
is it S H L or Easy Chill says it takes a woman two games of Madden on average to get ready. <laughs> you be like, I want to get ready. Yeah, I watch I watch Housewives. I watch Bad Girls Club. I watch nothing. Most things that they're do are talentless. <laughs> like you know what I mean. I like that. It takes two games of Madden to get ready. Amari says, Saint and Center is doing a stream today called MLK Made Shaniquas and Pookies. Wow. He says, the community is going to be mad. Shout out to the Saint and the Center. A very talented YouTuber over there. And um, he'd been going in on MLK a couple times. I caught him a couple times going in on MLK, as he should. Um, he tells the real about Martin Luther King. So does Chronicles of Judah. Martin Luther King was who who he was you guys got to realize what he was all right but i don't not taking away anything from the guy all right but um he was he he signed he was behind lyndon Baines johnson i don't know if you've seen the movie selma he was behind the signing of um the civil rights acts of 65 he was behind that he was putting he he got his pound of flesh out of that too and since that day that was a big old that was a big old grenade for the community. That was a big grenade for the community. That that further split the community as much as uh, integration did. Integration put a grenade in the community. All right, allowing um, uh, voting for the Democrats consistently, blindly put a grenade into the community. Lyndon Mage Johnson said it. I don't even want to go into it no, anymore. Um, Sebastian says, Coach, can we do a blue chip show on how to identify good investment properties? I'm going to have to bring somebody in for that one. Somebody says hindsight is 2020. Uh, sure it is. Yeah. Uh, when you put the faith in the people who uh, allegedly destroyed you. Yeah. You're an idiot. That's not hindsight. That's literally, <laughs> that's literally stupid. But I'll, that's neither here or there. All <laughs> right. Dom Diaz says nothing. Appreciate you, man. Backyard Creatures co-sponsorship says nothing. All right, appreciate you. We're almost done. Dom Diaz does say something. He says, engineer doctors, how much they pay. You got to get my bag and run. <laughs> you got to get my bag and run. <laughs> you got to get my bag and run. <laughs> All right. D uh, Drizzt says, Flintstones, no blacks in the past. Jetsons, no blacks in the future. My grandma showed me that as a kid. I heard a comedian said that. One time he says the Jetson. Yeah, he said the Flintstones had no blacks in the past. The Jetson had no blacks in the future. And the comedian said the future sure does look bright. The, sh the future sure does look bright. It was a white comedian that said it. Oh, man. I said, damn. I said, that's cold. Christian Butler. Shout out to you. Turnpike Tyrone. Get them basic like they play for the Spurs. Wow. I love that. Yeah, get them basic. I don't like the clown makeup. If they got to do all kind of wigs and we, even, even, you know, I, you guys know I have white women here. Even when they start doing the extensions and all that stuff, I'll be like, nah. When I feel hair, I need to feel it real and it need to be flat. <laughs> I know y'all hate me. Nicholas Jordan says, coach, make that little section about the plain James a video. I've been preaching it since 18 and I'm 40 now. Yeah, the most success I've had was with the plain Jane. Anytime I, I, I just don't like kissing on all that lip glop. And lipstick, and I don't like all that. All right, all that extra perfume, and they be spraying on it. All that extra hand lotion, they be putting all that smelling like 
got dang all kind of, I just went into a damn flower section. And as soon as I parked the Red Sea, all that hair, I, I can't do all that. Excess of makeup. We driving to the event. She down in there. Nah, man, we going, we going like you, hey, throw that damn thing in the high ponytail. Let's go. They put, hold on for a second. It's like this. Curling their hair out, curling out, fluffing it up. Too much. That that's that's too much. If you got to do all that, something wrong. I I'll be like, I'll pass. You better show up like that. I better not see you do none of that. All right. When I wake up in the morning, your face better be on. If I gotta watch you do that, I'm a clown you. Antonio Acosta says, "Coach, you the truth." Somebody said it's the insecurity routine. hundred um, percent. D uh, Dub D says, "Minister Jap, Eleventh Commandment." Shout out. 11th commandments shout out to you coach yep and then they put them bracelets on they be ringling 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 every time she moves it sound like a dog with a little chain they little collar on with they tag on every time ring, 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 ring. putting jewelry on and motherfucking rich man's on i'm <sighs> man put some damn jeans on and the damn t-shirt let's get the hell out of here man <laughs> i ain't got time for all that and now they and this is what they're gonna say is well, you complain about us when we're ugly without the makeup. Well, that's your problem. Mm. You're ugly without the makeup. All right. So let's that let's compete on a level here. If y'all ugly without the makeup, you ugly without the makeup. Number one. Number two, uh, in relation to all that, then they're like, oh, you complain when we flat chested and long backed and we ain't got all these lumps in a bump. I'm like, who are you talking about? I don't complain about none of that. Now, I might say you soggy, you got a soggy rear end, but that's what it is. You know what I mean? I mean, it is what it is. There's this clip that I always want to show. This is what I end off on. There's a clip of a woman walking. I got to find this clip. When I see it, all the guys be, oh, she's bad. Now, her booty look jiggly. And it's wiggling. It's doing what it's supposed to. But she got the bad chick walk and a bodysuit. And she, I got, I got to find this clip. And then she doing the whole turn, and I got to find this damn clip, man. I wish I could find it. It was like on Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova. But, like, it ended up being shared by, like, uh, World Star. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, that type of girl here. But y'all get, get mesmerized by that type of stuff. I look at that, and I'll be like, that's too much. She doing too much. Too much extra hair, too much extra makeup. Then she turned around. I was like, nah. I never get mesmerized by that type of stuff. It looks nice for about 10 seconds. And the booty be wobbling, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It was like a Puerto Rican chick and all that. Oh, here it is. I got it. I got it. I got it. I didn't think I would get it. This is the clip right here. This is the clip I'm talking about. I was searching it, and I, I got it. We'll end it off right here. Now, this is what the hood guys living life up on the corner, slinging rocks and smoking weed. This is what they go after. And they wonder why their life is toxic. 
Let me see here. Why did Fresh and Vic come up? Yeah, that's <laughs> when she they they missed the part when she turned around and she had a face full of makeup and all that stuff. Like that's all she can do. That's it. She's one dimensional. That is a one dimensional human being. And the only reason she can show that dimension is she got a t good hip to waist ratio. After that, then what? Somebody tell me, then what? Is, is that even real? Then what? That this type of stuff, that's a red flag to me. I'm like, nah, nope. I don't need all that. I don't need that. I, I'm going plain Jane any day. I'll I'll take plain Jane over that any day of the week. That right there come with a whole bunch of. If I want to do that, I know exactly where to get I it. I got money. I'll I'll pay that woman whatever she needs to do. Get it real quick. Bust that. Get the hell out of my life. She got nothing to offer after that. Nothing. More likely than not, nothing. But you guys get completely mesmerized of that. It looks nice, but then what? Then what? It looks nice for about 10 seconds of wobble. Somebody says you're alone on that. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Number one, what's the likelihood you can find a woman like that? And you're not in Miami or L.A. You're Listen. You're not in Miami, New York, or L.A. What's the likelihood you're going to find? So you're distracting your whole life basing women on that woman. I'm going to tell you, you're going to lose every time. Now, let's say you go to Miami and L.A. and get that woman. She's going to be on a yacht sucking a 60-year-old salami. And then you're going to come after her and cold approach her. Dude, I'm going to tell you guys, save your time. That is not a real woman. Save your time. That woman is that woman is a slim. <laughs> the margins are slim on that one. Just leave it alone, brothers. Go enjoy your life. Stop basing women on that woman. That woman's probably got a whole bunch of daddy ish. Just save your time. Save your time. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. And if you do find her, give her a fistful of 20s and then bust a nut on her face and put the money right here on her forehead. Just tack it up. At the worst, just tack. <laughs> just tack it on her forehead and bounce. It's slim to none. And the likelihood that you're going to get a woman like that is zero. You're not going to meet her at Barnes and Nobles. You're not going to meet her at the gym. Just forget it. <laughs> Any guy that think is basing their women off of that woman, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you're a law. Super duper duper. And you're going to get her soul, right? You're going to get her soul. This is the woman you're going to get her soul. This woman don't have a soul. She's a, She doesn't have a soul. All right. Anyway, let's get up out of here. Shout out to the coach gang. And we in this building like my man Frank the Tank. Here comes the bankroll. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. 
First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12 gauge double barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? Go who? You go don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs and 